It's time for Louisville City FC. It's full time. Louisville wins a second consecutive cup. Right here on ESPN Louisville. And then Manny Perez scores. Louisville with a goal back. The crowd rises to its feet. Now, live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Greer and George Davis IV. Good afternoon and welcome to our live broadcast of Louisville City FC right here on ESPN Louisville. I am Jeff Greer. We are so excited to have you all back inside Lynn Family Stadium, a much-needed, comfortable confines visit for Louisville City after dropping a tough road game in the last time out in the USL Championship. They did, of course, win midweek 1-0 in the U.S. Open Cup over Lexington Soccer Club. A big opportunity today against a Detroit City squad that has struggled itself uh, in the start of this USL Championship season, and it's a budding rivalry between these two teams. Detroit City even referring to Louisville City in their game preview as Detroit's boogie team. Louisville City winning all four of the matches between these two squads, including three last season. There was, of course, the feisty U.S. Open Cup match that ended in penalties that ended with some controversy, some uh, chippy uh, chatter back and forth between the two clubs, and then Louisville City beat Detroit City twice in the regular season of the USL Championship season. And of course, both of these teams playoff squads a year ago, Louisville City, the Eastern Conference champion. Lou City has, however, been struggling in the league this season so far, dropping back-to-back USL championship matches by lopsided scores, including that 5 nothing defeat in Sacramento that marked an unwelcome milestone, the worst defeat in club history. It'd have to go all the way back eight years to a loss to Montreal in the inaugural season for Louisville City uh, to find a score as lopsided as this one, and that was just 4 nothing, 5 nothing eclipsing that at the same time the goals haven't been flowing exactly either for louisville city just two in the last four and just one in the last three of the usl championship action so a golden opportunity for louisville city here at home to get the ship righted in league play we'll take a break here and when we come back we'll dive a little bit more into those defensive struggles and get you a a little bit of a sneak peek into the starting 11s we've got so much more to get to ahead of our three 3 p.m. kickoff. You're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN Louisville. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. Urban NBR, this September in Louisville, Kentucky, with Bruno Mars. The Killers. Black Keys. Brandy Carlisle. 
Nas, Duran Duran, Billy Strings, The Black Crows, The Avid Brothers, Blondie, and so many more. Urban and Beyond, September 14th through 17th in Louisville, Kentucky. All passes on sale now at bourbonandbeyond.com. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drake responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. It's Paolo Del Piccolo, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app. You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Greer and George Davis IV. Back here at Lynn Family Stadium as we get ready for Louisville City's home match here, USL Championship action taking on Detroit City. Jeff Greer here with you. So excited for a beautiful afternoon. The sun is out. The wind has considerably dipped from – it's still windy here, don't get me wrong, but considerably dipped from the last time Louisville City uh, played a home USL championship match. It was back-to-back weekends for the home teams here in Louisville having to deal with significant wind uh, when Louisville City uh, had its home opener against El Paso Locomotive. A shocking 3 nothing loss, very uncharacteristic for Louisville City, and followed that up uh, with racing Louisville's home opener a week later, both with just heavy, heavy winds. The weather did not cooperate with us on Wednesday for the U.S. Open Cup match against Lexington Soccer Club, forced about a half-hour delay for the start of that game. But Louisville City did grind out a one nothing win in the U.S. Open Cup, and if if you have not heard yet, got the exciting news that uh, the rivalry or former rivalry, if you want to call it that, against FC Cincinnati will be reignited via the U.S. Open Cup. It's a matchup set for April 26th at TQL Stadium up in Cincinnati, 7 p.m. for that one in the U.S. Open Cup. A fun chance to get a knockout tournament win against a former rival and a team that uh, has moved to MLS but very much still uh, thinks about Louisville City and vice versa. So should be a, a fun potential match up there, but obviously some business to attend to first today here. Louisville City 2-2 two and two so far this season in the USL Championship, a rare two-match losing streak, and it's rare for a variety of reasons, as we mentioned before the break. Back-to-back defeats by multiple goals. The 5 nothing defeat to Sacramento Republic, the worst in club history, but it's now two games in a row, eight goals for the opponent, none for Louisville City. And in this two-game losing streak, Louisville City has particularly struggled with shot concession. 22 shots on, or 22 shots attempted by Sacramento Republic the last time out uh, back on April 1st, Saturday, uh, a week ago in California. And that is the highest shot total for a team this season in the entire USL Championship. Six of the nine goals so far this year conceded by Louisville City have been in the first half, including three of those six in the final 15 minutes of the first half. So what is happening with Louisville City? Well, if you ask Danny Cruz, he's actually talked quite a bit about the ability to put on pressure 
through the course of the field. It is not just the defense that is uh, getting uh, criticized by its coaching staff. Um, Louisville City talking very much about the entire group defending and doing a much better job of staying in touch with each other, not losing its shape, and making sure that especially the defending in the box is critically done well. It has been a real struggle for Louisville City front to back in a 4-3-3 pressing system uh, to prevent its opponents from scoring. They are taking on a team in Detroit that has struggled scoring so far this season. Just one goal in its last three matches, though Detroit City is one win and one draw in two matches on the road so far this very young campaign. Let's take another break here, and when we come back, we'll turn our attention to today and the matchup here and what is at stake for Louisville City with some new changes or new faces, I should say, in the starting lineup as they get ready for Detroit City right here on ESPN Louisville. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. That boy of mine, he sure does take after me. I love football, he loves football. I put ketchup on my eggs, he puts ketchup on his. I didn't wear my seatbelt, neither did he. So nothing's going to be the same ever again. So please, show your kids what a good driver does. Buckle up and put your phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. Do you have what it takes to make the perfect derby party? Well, don't worry, we do, and plenty of it. Cox's and Evergreen Liquors has all your favorite beverages and the know-how to make every celebration a winner. From craft beers, wine, spirits, seltzers, and of course the finest Kentucky bourbons, we have it all, including a selection of special derby products right here in your neighborhood. For everything you need, for anything derby, you know where to go. It's Cox's and Evergreen Liquors, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Louisville City fans, this is Noel McCabe. Remember, if it's Lou City, it plays right here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. Back here on ESPN Louisville, gearing up for a 3 o'clock kickoff between Louisville City and Detroit City. I am Jeff Greer here with you having a great time getting ready for Louisville City's second home match of this young season. There is a big one next week, by the way, April 15th, Saturday, back here against San Antonio, a rematch of the USL Championship final from last fall. Revenge on the mind for Louisville City. But this is a great opportunity this week against a team that Louisville City has never lost to 
since uh, uh, these two teams started playing about six or seven years ago in the U.S. Uh, US Open Cup, uh, Louisville City 4-0 and against Detroit City, two of those wins coming in the U.S. Open Cup. Let's turn our attention to this matchup today. Louisville City with its starting lineup already out. We will get to it right before kickoff, of course, but Wilson Harris in the starting lineup for the first time today. 15 goals last season and his first appearance in the starting 11 for the boys in purple. Jorge Gonzalez is making his second start as well. And the question is, how can Danny Cruz get this attack flowing and scoring goals again when we know they can do it? Brian Ownby already has a goal and two assists this season. He leads the team in chances created with eight. That is a team best, as I mentioned, in his fourth start of the year. Ten goals and four assists last season for Brian Ownby. Absolutely excellent, but there's got to be more to it. Rasmus Tellefsen is back in the starting lineup for Louisville City after the U.S. Open Cup match uh, at the midweek. Paolo Del Piccolo will be in there as well. So can this flowing group get forward, press high up, force turnovers, and turn the tide back offensively after struggling the last couple of times out, even grinding out a one nothing win over Lexington in the midweek U.S. Open Cup matchup between the teams? We've got starting lineups and kickoff coming up next right here on ESPN Louisville as Louisville City takes on Detroit City in USL Championship action. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. If your heating and cooling system is old and inefficient, now is the time to give BJ Heating and Cooling a call for your free estimate. BJ Heating and Cooling, your local factory authorized Bryant dealer, whatever it takes, has teamed with Bryant Equipment to offer up to 60 months 0% financing with approved credit. Celebrating over 35 years, helping Kentuckiana with all their heating and cooling needs. Make sure your estimate on a new system is from BJ Heating and Cooling. You will not be disappointed. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Louisville City fans, this is Oscar Jimenez. Tune into Soccer City at 6 p.m. each Thursday on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app to hear exclusive conversations with players just like me. ESPN Louisville with Jeff Greer ready to bring you Louisville City action from Lynn Family Stadium. It is a big matchup between Louisville City and Detroit City, budding rivals in the USL Championship. They played three times last year. Louisville City won all three of them, including a U.S. Open Cup 
victory. Today's starting lineups are presented by Breeze Airways. It's the first meeting of the year between Lou City and Detroit City. Both teams looking to bounce back into the win column in league play after riding uh, two game skids into this one. First, let's get to the starting 11 for the visiting Detroit City. LaRouge, led by head coach Trevor James. They enter today with a one win and three loss record. Three points in eighth place in the USL Championships Eastern Conference expected to set up in a 3-5-2 with no changes from their last league game, a 1-0 loss to Rio Grande Valley at home. In goal is a mainstay for this Detroit City squad wearing the number one shirt. It's Nate Steinwasher in that 3-5-2 setup. I'll give you the three back first and then I'll give you the wing backs second. Michael Bryant, Stephen Carroll, the team captain in his seventh year with Detroit City and Matt Lewis are the three center backs for Detroit City. Reese Williams, the Floridian who switched from right back to left back for Detroit City coming into this season will be out on the left-hand side for this one. And Connor Rutz, the Michigan native who was previously a midfielder, has been moved over to that right wing back position for Detroit City. He had made the start there back against El Paso on March 13th down in Texas. They won that game 3-1, and he has been there since. Even with Cy Goddard healthy, the other uh, starter out at right wing back, Back on the subs bench with Rutz in the starting lineup. Maxi Rodriguez and Tommy McCabe are your central midfielders for Detroit City with Richie Ballard, a familiar name, the Louisville native, two-time Louisville City USL championship champion, is in the starting lineup as the attacking midfielder for Detroit City wearing the number 26 shirt. And then Skagi Simonson, the Norwegian, will start up front alongside Ben Morris, the Englishman from Ipswich across the pond. Four racing or excuse me for Louisville City coached by Danny Cruz coming off a five nothing log USL championship loss to Sacramento Republic. The boys in purple are lining up in a four three three this time. The familiar look for Louisville City. One change from their Wednesday US Open Cup victory over Lexus Lexington Soccer Club. In goal is Oliver Zemla, the Marshall University grad and German making his second start of the season. He did have the clean sheet against Monterey Bay in that one nothing win uh, for Louisville City uh, on the road on March 18th. He made one save in that game. He is starting in place of Kyle Morton, the 2022 Golden Glove winner in the USL Championship. Morton is on the subs bench. From left to right on that back four defensive line, it's Amadou Dia out left, of course. Fantastic last season. Eight assists for the Frenchman. Already has two assists this season making his fourth start of the year. Josh Winder, the 17-year-old, back in the starting lineup at center back alongside Sean Tosh, who scored the winner in the U.S. Open Cup against Lexington. Manny Perez will be out on the right-hand side. He is second on the team, at least in outfield players, with 357 minutes played, making his start out there for the fifth time this season. All five games in the starting 11. In the midfield, Tyler Gibson is your holding midfielder in front of him will be Paolo Del Piccolo, the team captain in his eighth season with Louisville City. Rasmus Tellefson makes his fourth start as the Dane alongside Del Piccolo in the 
dual eight role, so to speak, for Louisville City. The front three a little different. Out on the left-hand side is the Spaniard, Jorge Gonzalez, making his second start of the year. And then a familiar face will start up front at striker. It's Wilson Harris, his first start of the season. He had 15 goals last year, and he will be starting up for Louisville City today, trying to get the boys in purple back into their higher scoring ways. Brian Ownby is going to be your right winger. One goal, two assists already this season. Eight chances created as he makes his fourth start of this campaign. Your referee for today's match is Sergei Demianchuk. He actually was the head referee last weekend for racing Louisville's home opener. He is back here again running around Lynn Family Stadium. He'll be assisted by assistant referees Tom Felice and Brian Marshall. And the fourth official is Jervis Atagana. The series history, as we said, Louisville City 4-0 and all time against Detroit City. They have not lost to Detroit City, and they are trying to extend that win streak into the new campaign. Louisville City, a very impressive 24 wins, 5 losses, and 2 draws at Lynn Family Stadium as they hope to continue their dominant ways in their home stadium. Big opportunity here on deck, ready to go. It is going to be left to right, Detroit City, and Louisville City will be going right to left, attacking the goal at the waterfront side of the stadium. Louisville City wearing its familiar home purples with the white numbers and letters, purple socks, and Detroit City wearing rather unfamiliar unfamiliar teal shorts with the white uh, with the white tops and white socks. Detroit City starts in possession off kickoff, and right away they are in possession through Reese Williams out on the left-hand side. Tries to play a low ball, and it's collected by Sean Tosh. Underway here in Lynn Family Stadium. Detroit City trying to get on the front foot early on. Josh Winder intercepts a pass through the box, and now he's collected the loose ball that was deflected back into his path and wins a throw in on the far side, and that will allow Manny Perez to jog over and slow things down for Louisville City to get on the ball. First minute here, very excited to have this matchup between these two teams. They produced plenty of fireworks last season, and we're hopeful that this one is just as entertaining this time out. Amadou Dia trying to get involved today out on that left-hand side, working with Jorge Gonzalez. Ball ends up all the way back with Steinwasher, Nate Steinwasher, the mainstay goalkeeper for Detroit City. Plays it out to the right-hand side to Matt Lewis and back to Steinwasher, pressured a little bit by Gonzalez. Steinwasher trying to play it long. It's a battle between... Uh, that was Morris and Tosh. Tosh won it. It ends up back with Manny Perez. Perez trying to guide along the right-hand side touchline. is poked out for a throw. And actually, the referee says it was out on Perez. Last touched by the man in purple. 90 seconds in. Scoreless between Louisville City, the home team, and Detroit City. Just a, a short drive south from Michigan's largest city. In possession is Brian Ownby. Tries to get around one defender. Lost the ball, but wins it right back. Now he's through midfield. Crosses the midfield line. Tried to play a ball into the path of Jorge Gonzalez. He was under significant pressure, and it was won back comfortably by Matt Lewis. Steinwasher now tries to play it long. Header is won by Manny Perez. Good header. Ends up with Jorge Gonzalez. 25 yards from goal. Gonzalez on his right foot. Had a runner in Telefson, but it was just a little too soft of a ball there and it was cleared away off of Tellefson and will go out for a goal kick. The first little momentary spell 
that Louisville City looked like it could be threatening. Louisville City, as we said, trying to bounce back a two-match losing streak in the USL Championship as they have 21 players back on this roster from a record-setting season a year ago. 72 total points, 22 wins, both club records, which is saying a lot because Louisville City has been so successful since the start of the franchise and repeat appearances every year in the Eastern Conference Finals and last year into the USL Championship Final. Possession back with Louisville City. It's Tosh playing it off to Tillefson. Now out to the right side right side to Ownby. Ownby tried to play a dangerous pass back to Perez and Perez has to slide in to take it away from Reese Williams but good pressure here from Detroit City. Outside of the area cross played in and a defensive header popped straight up by Winder to the edge of the area. Dia is the first one to it and he's going to play that out of touch but it was last touched under pressure by Detroit City. It was Richie Ballard who was pressuring Dia, and as a result, Louisville City gets a chance again to clear it away, and that's exactly what they do. They play it long. Michael Bryant trots back to collect it. In possession now, Tommy McCabe in the midfield circle out to the right left-hand side for Reese Williams. Reese Williams by himself here, met by Ownby, curls a ball into what was supposed to be Simonson's path, but well won there by Josh Winder. In possession now, Manny Perez. Now Sean Tosh on the edge of the area, 20 yards in front of Zemla. And Zemla getting the chance to start in that sky blue home goalkeeper kit in front of the supporter section in the Estupinal end. Amadou Dia wins a throw on the near side left. Dia looking for his options, plays it into the feet of Paolo Del Piccolo. Club legend Paolo Del Piccolo, all but one season of his career has been sent Spent here in Louisville, the Colorado native played at the University of Louisville, of course, and has been a mainstay over the years for the boys in purple. It's a throw-in on the near side, just in front of Danny Cruz, who today is breaking out the windbreaker. It is a little windy out, 10 to 12-mile-an-hour gusts of wind. I don't know if you can call those gusts 63 degrees down on the field, partly cloudy. So overall, good weather for this Easter weekend matchup. The long throw is made by Rutz, but headed comfortably away by Winder. It's now with Jorge Gonzalez. Gonzalez has it poked away from him, but then Wilson Harris has it. Nice ball through off the loose ball. It's Gonzalez now won't be in the clear and a chance, and he missed it. He was 1v1 with the goalkeeper, Steinwasher, and I think half the stadium thought the offside flag would come up. It never did, and Ownby tried to slide it underneath Steinwasher. He didn't really hit it very cleanly, and Steinwasher makes a routine save and a 1v1 opportunity for Louisville City. A golden chance early on for the home squad missed after the great pass from Jorge Gonzalez through the lines to find Ownby streaking in, and Brian Ownby's not going to miss very many of those in his career. He has been so, so good for Louisville City and quite frankly, in my opinion, the most dangerous attacking player in the league for the last couple of years. Ten goals, four assists last season for Ownby. They're trying to get him involved again and this time he was offside as the long ball was played forward by Tosh, chested down by Harris, but Ownby didn't time the run just where he needed it to go and was whistled for the offside. It'll be an opportunity to restart here for Detroit City. Scoreless here into the sixth minute as Louisville City trying to get back to its winning ways in league play after getting a much-needed victory in the midweek. U.S. Open Cup matchup against Lexington Soccer Club. 
And that was a great, great performance defensively from Louisville City. They just dominated Lexington. They scratched out the goal from Sean Tosh. It wasn't a perfect performance by any stretch, but most importantly for Danny Cruz, they got a clean sheet and felt like they got organized a bit better defensively. Louisville City in possession through Zemla in his area at the edge of the six-yard box. A little bit of a, a difficult ball played to him from Josh Weiner forces Zemla to just have to clear it. The header is knocked down rather uncomfortably by Michael Bryan into the path of Manny Perez. Perez with it along the touchline just past midfield beats one defender, now two, and a sliding challenge in from Maxi Rodriguez is the only way to slow down Manny Perez in the moment. Seven minutes into this one, scoreless between the homestanding Louisville City and the visitors of Detroit City as another pass back from Winder to Zemla requires Zemla to chase it down. He's about 12 yards from his own goal, edging ever closer to the penalty spot in front of his own frame. Now Winder with it. Winder, the 17-year-old, valued very much into the seven figures, a guy who has had significant European interest in his young career and considered a potential future center back for the U.S. national team, an excellent player, a Louisville kid, has been a great story coming through the Louisville City Academy, of course, and has been someone who has been a great representative of Louisville City FC in his very young career, a wonderful player and a great kid. Ball knocked down off the throw-in as Zemla had to clear it away. It's back with Detroit City and a foul right outside the area as Tyler Gibson had to lunge at it. Richie Ballard did a nice job of navigating one defender, and Gibson knocked him down about 20 yards from goal. It's going to be to Zemla's left. It will be a difficult opportunity for Detroit City in a dangerous area. It's a chance to possibly shoot. With the left foot, probably, if it's going to be a shot over a four-man wall or a chance to play in a ball if it's going to be a cross, we'll see. Louisville City setting up its wall. It's Del Piccolo, Gibson, or no, Gibson's going to fade away there. It's just going to be Winder, Gonzalez, and Del Piccolo in the wall. Gibson is slightly off the three-man wall as Zemla directs traffic. Standing over the ball right now is Connor Rutz with his left foot. Ballard is directly behind it. Rutz is now starting to move away from it. And this set piece is going to require some real effort here from the defensive unit for Louisville City as Ballard lining it up with his right foot here. And a momentary stop as the ball rolls a little bit away from where it was placed by the referee. Maxi Rodriguez was the one who changed it, so maybe he is going to be the one who takes it after all. Zemla right in the middle of his goal. It's facing the estopinal end here as the play is started up. Rodriguez tries to curl it near post with the right foot. He tried to sneak in a shot, and he missed wide right by about four feet. It was a close effort in the end, but not close enough. Zemla really not concerned about it as he watched it fizz by the near post. A goal kick coming for Louisville City. Tenth minute here, Louisville City and Detroit City on ESPN Louisville. Scoreless between these two teams as Louisville City trying to get back to its winning ways in the USL Championship, and so is Detroit City. They had a great season last year, their first in the USL Championship. They've had some success over the years. We're uh, a fun addition to the USL Championship, a feisty home crowd made for some very entertaining matches against Louisville City last year, both in league play but as well as 
the U.S. Open Cup as the ball is knocked around and ends up back with Detroit City trying a nifty move there was Simonson who was scooped away by Gibson in the midfield circle and now Louisville City has a chance here through Wilson Harris out on the left side bad first touch from Harris does he keep it in he does navigates around one defender now two but he had it poked away at the last bit there by Matt Lewis Lewis thought it had gone out of bounds and as a result it's been cleared away to the right hand side here comes Ben Morris bearing down on Zemla fires and he just missed left all of a sudden the ball had worked its way free and Morris was down the right flank had an opportunity 1v1 with Zemla and he just missed a golden opportunity for Detroit City in the first 11 minutes here both teams have had 1v1 opportunities that have gone by the wayside we are now joined by the club legend himself. It's George Davis the fourth. George got our wires crossed a little bit, but that's okay. We're thrilled to have you here with us. Match in progress. We'll get your thoughts here in a second as Louisville City back in possession. Jorge Gonzalez is going to win a set piece coming up, a fifth third free kick for Louisville City. And George, uh, these matches last year produced plenty of fireworks. We're off to a pretty fun back and forth start here between Detroit City and Lou City. Yeah, thanks for having me. You know, I'm late, so I accept a big fine from Jeff here. Um, You're okay. You're okay. But never absent. So we're here and we're flying and – and excited, excited to be able to join you guys tonight uh, on this exciting match. It's Jorge Gonzalez who's standing over it. He's got Paolo Del Piccolo with him. Gonzalez with the right foot, Del Piccolo with the left. There are five Louisville City bodies just on the edge of the area, surrounded by Detroit City defenders. It will be Del Piccolo with the left-footed delivery headed down. It was Winder who got there. He's a little rattled after. It looked like he may have landed funny, but the header didn't have a whole lot on it, and it was easy for Steinwasher. We saw the quality of Del Piccolo's set piece on the week. Uh, good to see another good delivery there. Out on this right-hand side now, this is Rodriguez trying to get it forward. Was looking for Morris, knocked away by Gibson, and it's going to run out on the near side touchline right in front of Trevor James, who's in his fourth season with Detroit City. 71 wins, 25 losses, 18 draws for Trevor. Obviously not all in the USL Championship, as we mentioned earlier, their first year in the league last year as Del Piccolo down that left side, working well with Harris. Harris left-footed cross in. There was nobody in the area. It was cleared away momentarily by Detroit City. Good pressure from Gonzalez. Wins it back. Now Harris off to Dia. Dia looking at it with his left foot. Plays it back across to Gibson. They're about 30 yards from goal. This is Rasmus Tellefsen trying to work his way into the area. It ends up with Gonzalez trying to cut it back from left foot to right foot and a sliding challenge there from Stephen Carroll. Well won by the captain there, but a corner coming up for Louisville City. A Vi-Fi corner kick as Tellefsen is going to be the one to trot over and take it. Love the build up there. Some good combination play between Del Piccolo and Rasmus and, and Jorge. Um, no, he wants more out of that opportunity. You could see the frustration as soon as yeah. the ball was poked away from him. It's Del Piccolo over there with Telefson. Both of them, the central midfielders, sizing up their corner opportunities. There's five bodies in the box for Louisville City, all near the penalty spot. They try their little rotation of the back post, knocked down defensively, and ends up back with Morris and cleared away by Detroit City. Looks like Louisville City has a grip of the game. Uh, you know, it's not surprising play against Detroit City. They keep a tight block. Uh, definitely want to capitalize on some of these opportunities as, as we get them. It's been a tough team to score on Detroit City over the years. They were one of the best defensive groups 
in the league last year. Of course, Louisville City was as well, so we expect these to be uh, difficult goals to come by into the 14th minute. It's with Steinwasher as the ball ended up back with the goalkeeper. He's wearing a rich green goalkeeper kit today, socks, shorts, and top as he plays it long. Header won by Tyler Gibson near midfield. And now they're playing a little bit of volleyball back and forth. Winder had it knocked down. Ended up into the path of Morris out to the right-hand side. Now Rutz, right-footed cross into the area. Just a spare boot on it from Gibson out to about 40 yards out. And Gonzalez wins the free kick. A fifth-third free kick coming up for Louisville City. Just a quarter of an hour in. Louisville City and Detroit City scoreless so far in what has always been a feisty pairing when these two teams meet. Here's Oliver Zemlo with the ball at his right foot, plays it long, was looking for Ownby, but missed him by a little bit. It's run long down that far side to Michael Bryan, who plays it all the way back to Steinwasher. Steinwasher, one of the better goalkeepers in the league last year, was fourth in save percentage in the USL Championship with the ball at his feet, has it on that right foot, just taking his time as Wilson Harris takes a leisurely jog over to make him pick it up. He's going to have to punt this one back towards the Estopinal end, past midfield, well past midfield. Tosh lets it run long. It ends up with Perez. Perez steady defending, waves off the defender and wins it back with his feet. Perez, now near their own corner flag, plays it long to Ownby. couple headers have it now with Wilson Harris near midfield. Harris tried to head it up and over Brian and couldn't. And the ball kind of bouncing back and forth, a little pinball action in midfield. It ends up back with Reese Williams. Nice turn from him and a heavy sliding challenge from Gibson wins the ball back. Well won by Tyler Gibson. Sean Tosh, the goal scorer in the U.S. Open Cup in the middle of the week against Lexington, plays it long. Good fight here from Gonzalez. 35 yards from goal to get the ball back. Gonzalez tries a left-footed ball into the path of Tellefson, but it was blocked away. Good defending in the end there by Matt Lewis. The throw coming long. Go ahead, George. Good ball. You know, we want Jorge isolated there with the defender. You know, I know he wanted more from that, but it's good to see him isolated in an area with the defender where he can play forward. And he's a guy, George, who I know has done really well in central areas, can play out wide. What is it about his skill set that allows him to have that success in both of those areas? Well, I think you touched on it, right, how wide his skill set is, right? So he's a player who can play inside. He can play with his back to goal. He can play with players around him. And he's also a guy who can get the ball out wide, run in behind, and take players on. So good to have Jorge healthy and back in the team. And he flicks the ball on through to Harris. Harris 1v1 with the goalkeeper, and he tried the early attempt. Steinwasher was all the way out, 17 yards from his frame after the header from Gonzalez, and Harris tried the early shot and dragged it near post wide by about two feet, George. That's the second big opportunity of the afternoon for Louisville City, gone by the wayside. Yeah, knowing Wilson and his quality, he wants that one back. Uh, Got fortunate on the opportunity to get him behind off of a mistake from the defender, and and he just put it wide. Definitely one he wants back, but got to stay on top. This is the value of opportunities. We have to take these opportunities against a team like Detroit uh, because they're waiting for just one moment to capitalize. And that was the second 1v1 opportunity so far today for Louisville City already nudging that one goal expected <laughs> for all you uh, stat folks out there as the ball's knocked all the way back to Zemla. Wilson Harris, of course, last year 15 goals, so we know he's got that in him as the center forward for Louisville City. The clearance near midfield knocked down by Matt Lewis, and it's out for a throw. Amadou Dia right at midfield. The ball in his hands has a runner and Ownby tried to play it into his path. Header was won there by the captain, Carroll, and for a second there it looked like maybe Jorge Gonzalez 
Gonzalez would be able to run onto the free ball, but instead it was tracked down at the last second by Reese Williams and a throw in one as Manny Perez has to put the pressure on him. Williams will take the throw on the far side. 18th minute, scoreless between these two teams. They're about 40 yards or so from Detroit City's goal for a defensive throw. All the way back into that back three, trying to restart play is Michael Bryant to the far side. He tried a long ball to Rutz, but it was easily cut out by Dia. Here's Dia through midfield, trying to find something on his left foot. He tried to curl a ball off the outside of his foot to Ownby, and look at those turbo boosters. Ownby cut all the way up to it, about 50 15 yards from the end line, and because of his ability to make up that ground, he won a foul from Matt Lewis, and we're going to see a Vi-Fi, or excuse me, a fifth third free kick about 30 yards from frame here, just near the touchline, because of Ombi's effort. Yeah, you know, Ombi looks like he's not going to get to that ball. It shows how deceptive his speed is. He's able to get to the end of it and draw a foul in a dangerous area. Guy George, who I I feel like somehow has gotten faster as he's gotten older. It just <laughs> seems like he keeps you know. adding. Uh, adding steps to his speed as the free kick is getting set up here on the near side left. It's probably about 16 yards from the corner flag in front of the waterfront zone. It's Del Piccolo and Jorge Gonzalez, I believe, over it as they look at their options in the area. They've got five purple shirts in there. It'd be right foot for Gonzalez, left foot for Del Piccolo. It's only a two-man wall for Steinwasher. It is going to be the right-footed delivery from Gonzalez. It's a great ball to the edge of the six. First defensive header won by Detroit City. Knocked around and now at the feet. A quick poke there from Del Piccolo isn't enough to slow down Detroit City. Here comes the counterattack for the visitors. Out to the left-hand side, it's Ben Morris, chased by Manny Perez. And Louisville City does a good job of recovering enough to slow down Detroit City. It's still with them, but Louisville City back in its defensive shape. Yeah, done a good job to get back behind the ball because giving up a a counterattacking opportunity off of a set ball is definitely not what Coach Cruz wants to see from his group. He has just been preaching shape and defensive responsibilities, especially the last couple of weeks as Louisville City is trying to right the ship in league play. Eight goals conceded the last two matches. Very, very uncharacteristic for the boys in purple. They are in possession through midfielders. Tellefsen tries to switch it out to the left. A beautiful diagonal ball into the path of Jorge Gonzalez. Great ball. Gonzalez, 25 yards from goal into the area, trying to get it on his right foot. He tries a shot. It was blocked. Second effort saved by Steinwasher. And everybody on Detroit City trying to argue something different there, but the referee says nothing. Flag stays down. And another great chance Worked by Jorge Gonzalez as the ball's down on the left side again. Gonzalez on the end line. Did he save it? They say he did. Plays it into Del Piccolo. Now Dia, 20 yards from goal. Ball played back post. It's Ownby who tried to square it for, I believe that was Tellefson in the area, but a save required there from Steinwasher. A good spell of pressure this, George, the first 20 minutes. Yeah, we just talked about how getting Jorge into isolated areas with the defender would be an opportunity for Louisville, and it just so happened that Jorge was able to get in behind again, able to get in behind, get 1v1 with the defender and create a good goal-scoring chance. Steinwasher has been busy the last 5-10 minutes especially as the ball is back in Louisville City's possession again. Tellefson tried to work it over to Ownby. It was a little strong there. Ends up back with Steinwasher, edge of the area, out to the left-hand side. This is Reese Williams. 
like we said, switched over from last year's familiar position as the right wing back. He's now on the left side. Ball played long, and Zemla way off his line comes over to win the defensive header, and he's now having to sprint back into the area defensively, but a nice job there from the German goalkeeper. Yeah, it doesn't seem like much, but his ability to anticipate that and read that ball saves a chance, honestly, for Detroit City. He's able to smash that and and nick that at the butt before it becomes something dangerous. Back in possession, Detroit City out to the right side as uh, it's with Stephen Carroll, the captain, the Irishman for Detroit City. Flipped out to the right side, though, won by Louisville City. Gonzalez tried to head it into the middle to Del Piccolo. Everybody trying to chase after a little bit of a loose ball there as Winder missed the header and missed the clearance attempt, but he wins the throw. And it's going to be Amadou Dia who will take the throw on the near side just in front of the Louisville City bench with Danny Cruz prowling the sidelines. Now there's Tellefson. Plays it into Ownby. He's got a runner out to his right-hand side and Manny Perez, and he wins the fifth-third free kick. As his ankles were clipped there and. Detroit City, George, as soon as Brian Ownby has the ball, you can tell they are concerned and come after him pretty heavy. Yeah, they don't want Brian getting the ball in these dangerous areas. Um, I'm sure Detroit would want Brian picking up the ball in the pocket as opposed to running it behind, but still going to get nice and lots of pressure to him. Trying to loft that ball in was Amadou Dia. He was looking for Telefson. It was knocked down defensively by Detroit City, but Louisville City doing well to get it back. Telefson on the edge of the area has it poked away by Rodriguez. Good effort from Rodriguez. A sliding challenge avoided by Gonzalez, and then a great ball in by Gibson. At the edge of the area, Dia tries a low cross block. Now Telefson, nice little drag over, left-footed cross in. It falls all the way to Perez, and he ballooned it. It was a great opportunity for Manny Perez, but it was a bouncing ball he tried the half volley and he couldn't keep it down yeah good pressure from louisville way to get on the end of it for manny i know he wants to keep that one down below the bar at least make the keeper make a save manny perez coming off a fantastic season last year the two outside backs for louisville city critical to just about everything that they do both attacking and defensively as dia and perez did such a wonderful job for the eastern conference champions Last year, 24th minute here, scoreless at Lynn Family Stadium. Louisville City on ESPN Louisville having a grand old time. Plenty of opportunities in the early stages, but Detroit City now in possession with no goals on the board. Out to the right-hand side now, Reese Williams looking at his options. Cuts it back onto his right foot, tried the cross. It was blocked well there by Sean Tosh. Out to the right side now, Ownby. Can he get on the Jets? He's cut off by Williams. I think Louisville City wanted a foul there, but Ownby stays with it. Ends up back with Perez. They're about 40 yards from their own goal. Now Gibson chased by a couple Detroit City players with Winder now out to the left side. Here's Amadou Dia. Dia keeping possession with Gibson back to Winder in the edge of the area for Louisville City. Scoreless here. A beautiful afternoon before Easter Sunday as a wonderful ball played diagonally out to the far side. It was Perez who was chasing it and Steinwasher with a diving header to try to knock it away. It was a great ball played forward by Louisville City and Perez had a beat on it but Steinwasher doing well off his line and takes a beating by Perez as they collide last second. That's how close it was. With Detroit playing with three in the back you can see that space that uh Brian Ombi is attracting defenders, and that was a good opportunity for Manny to get in behind. Great ball from Josh and almost got a 1v1 with the goalkeeper. That was quite the moment there, a collision of both players, full effort as play is stopped. It looked like maybe the back of Steinwasher just got clipped there as Perez made the great effort to try to get after it. 26th minute here. 
as we get a chance to pause for a second and uh, tell you a little bit about our friends. Uh, when Loose City wins, you win. This season, Loose City has partnered with Wendy's to give you a free small Frosty. If the boys in purple win, no purchase is necessary. The offer is valid the following day after a win. You head to any participating Louisville area Wendy's location to redeem. So if you are a fan of Frosties, and I don't know anyone who isn't, you're rooting for a win here today for Louisville City. If you weren't already, you are now. I'd like a Frosty. Let's score some goals. Yeah, I love that. Frosties are great. As the ball's knocked down off the restart, it ends up with Perez. And it's going to be a fifth-third free kick coming up for Louisville City. Shantosh restarts quickly off to Wilson Harris right near midfield. Harris squared it for Ownby. Ownby pestered a little bit on the far side by Michael Bryan and ends up back with Perez. Perez now with Tosh. Tosh wearing bright teal kicks today for Louisville City. Laid off to Josh Winder. Winder now tries to curl a ball in to the path of Del Piccolo, but well defended there by Carroll. And now out on the right-hand side is a wide-open Morris, but he was offside. That's why he was so open. And it'll be a restart coming for Louisville City near midfield. Louisville City's looking to get the ball back into play quickly seeing opportunities where they can pin Detroit back and, and dominate the game with the ball. Zemla on the edge of the area, his own defensive area, obviously played it out to Amadou Dia. Dia carrying it down the left side into Wilson Harris. Harris tries to play a little action back to Dia. They've done well to keep the ball. Now Gonzalez into the edge of the area, has a chance on his left foot. He tries a right-footed ball in. It flipped up to Ownby, who had a diving header. Just miss on the far post. Another great moment for Louisville City through Jorge Gonzalez, who has been fantastic to start this game the opening half hour. Credit to Jorge to stay on his feet and, and create this opportunity. I think he could have went down, maybe would have got a foul uh, for a penalty opportunity, but I actually appreciate his uh, willingness to, to fight through the, the opposition and, and create a chance for Ombi. Gonzalez, just down that left side, has had a couple of times where he has taken on Matt Lewis and beaten him to get into the area. And that is a moment of concern, I would think, for Detroit. Got Manny Perez as a right back pressing all the way to the goalkeeper. Love that. Perez has been uh, just ever, ever, ever energetic since he arrived in Louisville City. A huge part of his game as the header is one knocked down to Paolo Del Piccolo about 35 yards from Detroit City's goal. It ends up almost into the path of Wilson Harris, but his first touch, not quite sure he thought he was going to get to it. And as a result, it ends up trickling back to Steinwasher, so they'll get a chance to restart in their own defensive area. Steinwasher, the ball in his hands, one of several Michigan natives on this Detroit team, trying to punt back near midfield. It was knocked down into the path of Morris, but then his header is blocked out by Tyler Gibson going high up for that header as Manny Perez. He took a heavy spill off it, but the advantage is played. Ownby trying to play it back to the middle. Now Wilson Harris slots it through to the left side. He almost was able to get to Jorge Gonzalez. Instead, it's back with Louisville City through Dia. Now Tellefson on the edge of the area, surrounded by three defenders, does well to keep possession. Gonzalez back to the middle now. Gibson 30 yards or so from goal. Off to the right side now. Ownby, he's got the overlap run from Manny Perez. Perez does well well to keep possession. He drags it back for Wilson Harris, about 12 yards out. His shot was blocked. 
And now chased away by Richie Ballard. He's carrying it out of the defensive half, trying to spring a counterattack. This is Simonson, met by Winder. Simonson crosses midfield, things slowing down a little bit. Winder, a great recovery effort, just pokes it away from Ballard, but the run continues for Detroit City as Ballard tried to hook a ball in to Simonson down to the edge of the defensive area for Louisville City, but it was a little heavy there. Detroit City not looking exactly the most dangerous yet on counterattacks as Louisville City once again is able to snuff it out. Yeah, it's difficult for Detroit because they're trying to get bodies forward, and the way that Louisville City is attacking, they have to get numbers behind the ball. Uh, So when they do win the ball, it makes it hard to get forward with limited numbers. It's nice to see Richie Ballard back in in Louisville playing. Happens to be for the opposite uh, team, but we're not mad at that. Good to see Richie playing. <laughs> Two-time champion with Louisville City. is a Louisville native. Went to nearby Indiana University. And uh, certainly when he comes back to town, is always of note for Louisville City fans. As uh, Detroit City in possession about 30 yards from their own goal. 31st minute, still scoreless between Louisville City and Detroit City here on ESPN Louisville. Live from Lynn Family Stadium. A gorgeous day out, 63 degrees. The wind has calmed down a little bit, partly cloudy, but you can see a long way in either direction from downtown Louisville. As Detroit City is trying to do something they have not done, and that is beat Louisville City. As Louisville City has been... Tough to beat just by about anybody in this league, but especially in this matchup. 4-0 and so far between these two teams as Louisville City trying to win possession back, and a foul is called. A high elbow there on Rodriguez, I believe. It'll be a fifth, third free kick coming up. Tyler Gibson was hoping for the quick restart, was cut off for a second by Ballard. Now it's restarted through Perez. Down on the touchline, nice little flick on by Brian Ownby. Gibson's ball into the area to the penalty spot. It was headed away momentarily by Detroit. It's back with Dia, who tries a left-footed, ambitious effort from about 25 yards out, and he overhit it, and it bounces off the video board behind the goal. But you got to like Amadou being that aggressive. I do, and I like the urgency from Tyler Gibson to get the ball back in play. I think that is something that we need, that Louisville City needs to do for the entirety of the match, keep the tempo high push Detroit, keep them on their heels, make sure that we're dictating uh, the, the speed and tempo of the match. That is now seven shots so far today for Louisville City to just two for Detroit City. Three of those shots on target from Louisville City. Expected goals, as I mentioned, right at one now as Detroit City is at point one eight. Louisville City in possession on the near side. Amadou Dia trying to play it ahead to Gonzalez. Had it knocked out by Connor Rutz. And the throw this time is <laughs> going to be retaken by Dia. As the referee, Demianchuk, making sure that Dia moves back a little bit in front of that uh, home dugout. Again, the tempo, trying to keep the tempo high from Dia, trying to get the ball in play. Maybe 10 yards, 15 yards ahead of what the referee allowed, but it works. A good throw that time into Wilson Harris, and he almost was able to keep battling and get it back to his feet. Instead, it's won by Carroll and cleared away. It'll be a throw in again for Deer right near midfield, about 10 yards, 15 yards into Detroit City's defensive half and Louisville City's attacking side. He's got options on the throw here, still has it, is looking around. Trying the long throw now is looking for Harris or maybe Telefson, and Ballard wins the ball back and then wins a foul, much to the dismay of the Homeland Family Stadium crowd. And Ballard stays down there, obviously unintentional, but I do think he was caught. Yeah, a little bit unlucky there from Jorge, uh, just trying to win the ball. Ends up catching Richie Ballard on the ankle. Uh, definitely a foul. 
Unlucky, though. 34th minute, scoreless between these two teams. It'll be Steinwasher who will restart here for Detroit City. Looking a little bit like uh, the racing Louisville road jerseys here, Detroit City. A little mint and, mint and white look for them. I'm not uh, used to that, George. I'll I'm used to honest. the rouge. I walked up and I saw the pitch. I had to remember who I was rooting for tonight. <laughs> uh, but, but a little bit different from Detroit City. Yeah, we're used to seeing the, the rouge as they uh, as they call themselves. The ball restarted from Steinwasher. Header one by Winder on the edge of the area, out to the right side. Now this is Rodriguez, tries a right-footed bouncing cross into the area. Good defending from Tosh, but it's still with Detroit City. Ballard in the area, plays it back outside to Rodriguez, tries his cross, and it was blocked by Telefson. It'll be a throw right down near that far, or near side right, excuse me, corner flag. and Potentially a dangerous attacking throw for Detroit City. They've got two bodies in the box. We'll see if they try a long one here. Approaching the 35th minute, it'll be interesting to see how the boys finish the half. I know the, the end of the half and end of halves has been an area of, of emphasis for Coach Cruz and, and, the, and the staff in terms of, of winning or, or keeping the game in front of you and not conceding. Three of the nine goals this season for Louisville City conceded have been in that final 15 minutes of the first halves. Very uncharacteristic again for Louisville City, but also still super early in the year. Out on the left-hand side as uh, Lewis is down, excuse me, Bryant is down. On the far side, Reese Williams tries the cross in. It's blocked away. Well done there from Manny Perez, and I believe that it's going to be a throw for Detroit City for a second there. I thought maybe Louisville City had somehow won the throw, but they will restart on the far side now near that corner flag on the far left side. Trying to drum up a little bit more than they have pretty much all game, Detroit City. They have not been on the front foot very much at all. As the ball ends up all the way back with Michael Bryant near midfield, centers it for Carroll. Carroll, the captain, tries a right-footed diagonal to the far side now. Catching up to it is Rutsy. Tried a one-touch play through Dia, but Dia does well to body him off the ball. And now Louisville City might have a chance to break here. It's Brian Ombi right near midfield. Beats one defender. Tries to get into the path of Wilson Harris. He does. 25 yards from goal. Harris trying to get it back onto his right foot. He showed a little too much of the ball. And it was nicked away there by Carroll. Header one by Amadou Dia and Louisville City is back in possession and the referee is saying that uh, Carroll's going to need some attention there on the near side as I believe he was clipped. I don't know that uh, Louisville City is very excited about that call but nevertheless the play has to stop as the trainer is on for Detroit City. Yeah it seemed a little bit soft for me but uh, you never know he could have got him trying to get his leg out there to block block the clearance. I will say that the the opportunity that Louisville City created in their front three running at Detroit's back three is an ideal situation in terms of what we want to create in a counterattacking opportunity. Uh, the trainer is still out there for Detroit City. It was not Carroll, actually, as he is the one standing up and over him. I believe it might be Matt Lewis there. He's had a very busy first half as the right center back in this back three for Detroit City. They've been very, very busy trying to cope with Jorge Gonzalez as we are into the 37th minute. A chance to get a break for both teams, get some water and reconvene along the touchline with their coaching staffs. Danny Cruz talking quite a bit with uh, about half of the team, a little bit more than half of the team as Detroit City continues to uh, require attention on the near side left. It is Lewis, after all. It looked like he, uh, the trainer was signaling for a change, so it may be more serious than we think. Yeah, at first, it just looked like he got clipped there, and 
You know, you never know. Is there, now they're calling for the stretcher. Yeah, it looks pretty serious, actually. And I know the trainer has signaled for a change quite a few times. And it does look like uh, McCabe and uh, a couple of his teammates are coming over to comfort uh, Lewis there as he's going to be helped off. And that is a potentially significant substitution that would have to be made. One of the key guys along that back line. It's a back three that, George, when they are being pinned down, it really is a back five for Detroit City. And Louisville City has done a good job of finding that space in between the wing backs and the outside center backs as he is really slow coming off Lewis. Playing with three center backs, I'd be interested to see what the depth looks like in that position. Uh, and then also to take note of using a moment to substitute uh, towards the end of the half. That's going to be pretty critical in terms of as we approach towards the end of the game, how many substitutions are allowed, how many moments are allowed, and what uh, Detroit's uh, plans are for changes. It does look like it's going to be Jalen Robinson, I think, who's going to come on. It is going to be him. We're in the number four shirt from Maryland. Uh, came back, uh, came to uh, Detroit City via Loudoun United. It was a Wake Forest collegiate player he will be checking in for lewis and that is a big miss for lewis to come out big miss i'm sure for detroit city but i will say robinson has a lot of experience uh played with Jalen actually when he was with dc united uh and he came down and played with the richmond kickers with us very quality player lots of experience very athletic uh, i'm sure he'll fit right into this back three and that's uh where things start back up as robinson is on and Louisville City restarts possession. That substitution brought to you by Fortna. Louisville City in possession. Dia once again working with Wilson Harris. Dia plays in Onbi, who tries to curl a ball into the back post. I'm not sure if that was a shot or if he thought there was a runner there on the back post with that open body left-footed ball. But it fizzes away without causing any harm, really, for Detroit City. But Amadou Dia once again working his way through the middle with Wilson Harris this time. A nice combination play. Good from Dia to get in, get forward, and especially from a left-back position, he finds himself 18 yards from goal. I know Brian wants to put that one into the top corner with his left foot. That's what we all expected to see. And he kind of had a look of dismay at his body betraying him there for a second as the ball's played forward by Rutz. It ends up all the way back with Zemla. Zemla will restart, rolling it out to the right side for Tosh. Tosh. With the ball at his feet, trying a long ball, is looking maybe for Ownby, but Harris does a good job to run onto it. Does a nice job flicking it into Ownby's path. Ownby, 20 yards from goal, gets it on his right foot and tried an effort from a tough angle with two defenders bearing down on him, and that was wide to the near post, so Steinwasher will have the goal kick, but once again, Louisville City finding some joy along both flanks. Some good momentum here from Louisville City. Let's... See if they can finish the last five minutes with that same type of intensity and, and opportunities going forward. Brian now with two shots in the last 30 seconds. I know he's hungry for one. And Brian Ownby had 10 goals last season and just continues to seemingly get better and better every year, which is hard to even imagine. He was, again, I said this, George, earlier. I, in my opinion, pound for pound, the best attacking player in the USL championship and has been now for a couple years and as a huge asset, Louisville City just looks different when he's on the field versus when he isn't. I will not argue that statement. Uh, Brian's been a, a danger. Well, he is hungry for one today. Four minutes to go 
in this first half. It's still scoreless between Louisville City and Detroit City. He's already got three shots just on his own, 11 for the team, as Louisville City has very much been on the attacking foot so far in this one. Paul's played into the edge of the area. Gonzalez had it poked away by Robinson, but keeps possession now. Ownby, about 25 yards from goal, has it out onto his left foot, plays it all the way across. Now here comes Dia. Dia tries a left-footed cross in, and he causes a little bit of a problem for Steinwasher. I think he might have been trying to cross it to that back post. He had Tellefsen and Gonzalez there, but the ball floated on the cross, and Steinwasher had to correct his movement and just tap it over the bar there, almost catching the goalkeeper. And as a result, we are going to have a Vi-Fi corner kick coming up for Louisville City. Some would say a cross, some would say a shot. We don't know, but I'm sure Dia would say that was an opportunity to chip the goalie. Great uh, great touch on that, too. That was going in. As the corner is played in, Tosh had the header, and it was requiring another save from Steinwasher as he taps it over the bar, and they will retake this corner on the far side for Louisville City. It is Paolo Del Piccolo on it with his left foot, trying an in-swinger for Louisville City. 43rd minute. They've got six bodies in the box. Plays it near post. Winder was the first one to it. He skimmed it, and it ended up bouncing right off the body of Steinwasher, and now Winder is getting escorted out of the area by a couple of Detroit City players. I don't think anybody thought that there was anything intentional there, but Steinwasher is upset about it. And the goal. Two good balls from Del Piccolo Oof. get him into dangerous areas. Tosh done an excellent job to turn that one on frame, and Josh is just inches off of getting another good opportunity. Steinwasher had to be uh, calmed down there a little bit from Demianchuk, who then had the ball just placed it down and said, just restart, dude. And that's exactly where we are. 43rd minute here as Louisville City continues just banging on the door and have not been able to find the breakthrough moment just yet. You get a sense that it's coming as Detroit City has had to defend for its life on a couple occasions. Steinwasher back in the edge of his area. Left-footed ball just out for a throw on the far side. It'll be Manny Perez who will take it. And we'll see how much time has been added to this first half after Lewis had to be substituted off with what appeared to be an ankle injury of some sort. And Jalen Robinson coming on for the first substitute for either team so far today. You hate to see an injury be the cause of any substitution. Uh, Detroit City now in possession on the far side. It was trying to play through Reese Williams. He is along that touchline, pestered by Ownby. Now shifted forward there by Bryant. Out to Simonson. Simonson harried heavily by Toach, but he still has it. Tries done, to play. Go ahead, George. Done very well to hold that up, and now he's created an opportunity for Detroit. Yeah, great job there as Rutz tries the right-footed ball. It was blocked away by D. was trying to cross into the area. They had four bodies joining them, and Rutz will now take the throw on the near side, just underneath the 18-yard line there. Far side into Ballard. Ballard chased by two Louisville City defenders, and the throw is won by Louisville City, much to the pleasure of the home crowd there. Good defending and the help from Jorge Gonzalez. Yeah, Jorge coming back from an attacking position to earn a throw. That's what we want from our front three. Amadou Dia on the throw coming as we approach halftime. We're waiting for the fourth official's word here of how much added time there is going to be. 
As Louisville City will have another throw right in front of Danny Cruz. A long throw from Dia. He's got a streaking Brian Ownby. Header one there by Matt Michael Bryan. It was knocked down. Dia keeps it in play. Now Del Piccolo tried to nod it on. Rutz took it away, but Tellefson wins the loose ball. There's Wilson Harris trying to slot in. He had Ownby and also Manny Perez, but it ends up outside with Perez. Stoppage time is presented by Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. The referees have added three minutes of stoppage time to this first half. So a couple more ticks to go in this first period as Louisville City wins a Vi-Fi corner kick. And it's on this near side. It's going to be uh, Tellefson and Del Piccolo over the ball for Louisville City. Playing short. Trying to flick it in there. Dia off the short pass. It was knocked down. Gonzalez with it. Plays it out left now to Tellefson on the right foot. Tries a cross back post. It was a little too tall for Tosh. Good effort. But it runs long now. Josh Winder does a great job turning on the Jets. But he just couldn't get to it. And it's going to run out for a goal kick here for Detroit coming up. I know they wanted more out of that. Played short. Thought it was a good opportunity. Dia not the best ball into the box. But still dangerous. Now a chance here as we get a chance to catch our breath. The crowd is really filled in, especially in the waterfront zone. Always such a lively portion of this stadium. Loud and it is not fun to defend in front of. So I think Detroit City, if they get out of this final minute or so of added time, they'll be happy to have escaped the waterfront zone and the loudness that comes with it without conceding, despite Louisville City banging on the door 11 shots in this first half. Through the midfield now, knocked down. Rodriguez has it, and he gives it away. Gibson with it. Plays it into Tellison. Wonderful turn by Tellison, and then he wins the foul on Rodriguez, who tugged on his shirt, and he's going to get a card there. An easy call. That yellow card presented by World of Beer as Demianchuk the easiest decision that he has had to make so far today is Rodriguez had to pull down Tellefson in order to stop him from getting into a free pocket of space. Yeah, I love the composure from Gibson. Ball's bouncing around. He takes his time, gets it down. Good ball to Tellefson, who turns out of it very cleverly and earns the foul. Winder trying to get it forward quickly. Not sure how much more they'll have in this first half. Tellefson trying to chase down the defensive header. It ends up back with Robinson. Robinson scuffed the clearance a little bit there. Ends up with Del Piccolo, but it's knocked down enough that it ends up back with Detroit City. Now Detroit City trying to break down this right side. Here comes Morris. It's two on four for Detroit City. Louisville City getting bodies back. Morris tries to play it into the area. Great shielding defensive work from Winder to hold off Simonson, and it just rolled harmlessly back to Zemla. We are just... A matter of moments away from presumably the halftime whistle as this thing has been scoreless so far despite Louisville City really being the aggressor in this one. They have had a ton of chances in the early going of this game. Three total big chances as defined by Stats Perform. Out on this right side now, Rutz plays it back to Robinson. Robinson looking around. Giving it off to the captain, Carroll. Carroll out to the left-hand side, now working through Bryant. And that is where things end. The first half is scoreless between these two teams. 45 minutes of action, and there was plenty of it. But no goals between Louisville City and Detroit City. We'll have plenty to talk about at halftime. You're listening to Louisville City right here on ESPN Louisville.
Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. I'm an emergency medical technician. Today, I arrived at the scene of a crash. I've seen enough of these to know it's a bad one. Young female driver, unconscious. I see her phone on the floor. The screen says OMW, on my way. She never hit send. Be safe, Kentucky. Buckle up and put the phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Goomer and Company offers a top-level jewelry buying experience with two master jewelers on site to custom create anything you have in mind. I went to Goomer for Ashley's engagement ring, bridal set, earrings, and custom engraved bracelets. The Goomer difference is present in every detail. There was no pressure to buy in Goomer's first-class showroom, and the good people at Goomer and Company were respectful of my budget throughout the process. Visit Goomer and Company at 225 South Hurstburn Parkway, and you'll see the Goomer difference is why Louisvillians have trusted this family-owned and operated business since 1971. Nance and Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nance and Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nanceandcraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nance and Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. You're listening to the Louisville City FC Halftime Report. Now, back to Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Greer and George Davis IV. This halftime is presented to you by Breeze Airways. Nice, new, and nonstop. That's the Breeze way. We are here at halftime, and you might be deceived by the scoreline. 0-0 at halftime, neither team with a goal, but that would imply uh, maybe just on its face that there hasn't been a ton of action, and that is the exact opposite of the truth. Louisville City banging on the door, 12 shots, 5 on target, 8 from inside the box, 3 total big chances. They've had 22 touches in the opposition box, 31 final third entries. It has been very much one-way traffic for Louisville City. A couple of great opportunities that have not quite gone the way they had wanted just yet. But, George, you have to think that Louisville City is happy with the aggression that they have shown in getting forward and creating chances. Yeah, definitely happy with the, happy with the pressure, happy to go into halftime, not conceding a goal. Uh, but I know they want more, you know, with the, the chances that have been created, uh, the opportunities uh, to score and be on top of this game with the amount of possession that Louisville City has had. I'm sure that's a topic of discussion in the locker room for Danny Cruz. There were a couple of really great chances, but probably the two best were Wilson Harris in 1v1. He tried the early shot, and I know, George, in that situation, the goalkeeper is coming off his line. He's trying to make you hurry up and make a decision, an uncomfortable decision for a striker. But when you are in clear 1v1, Ownby had a chance too. What's running through the mind of, a, of a, an attacking player in those moments? 
Well, you could see in Wilson's chance, he was probably thinking about it, right? You yeah. know, I would say ideal scenario is for a goal scorer is that you don't have to think about it, right? It, it happens as instinct. Uh, you know, most goals happens when it's like, I don't have to make a decision. I can just execute. And in that situation, you know, is a foul? Is it a foul? I'm in on goal. I'm 1v1 with the goalkeeper. Uh, maybe just a little bit too much time for thought. And, and that's uh, always a case where you would expect more from those players with the quality of Brian and Wilson. Uh, but I'm sure that uh, if these two were to see those chances again, they would put them in the back of the net. We have noticed, and you have mentioned it uh, quite a bit in that first half, the combination play, Amadou Dia looking really good with both Wilson Harris and Jorge Gonzalez. Of course, we know Brian Ownby is always going to be involved in things. What have you liked about the patterns and, and the movement in the attacking half for Louisville City? Well, you mentioned Amadou Dia getting forward, right, as a left back, and he's finding himself in central areas in the attacking third. That's something that's a huge positive. Uh, in terms of the front three, it's, like, it's nice to see Jorge on the field. He seems to be getting on the ball a lot, getting himself into areas where he can get isolated with defenders, uh, and that's exactly what we want. We want Wilson in the box. We want Wilson in and around the goal. You want service from Brian Ombi and, and, and Jorge Gonzalez. So in terms of creating chances, we're doing a good job. But now it's all about execution. We didn't even mention Manny Perez, who's been a threat in behind. He's always a threat with his pace and his athleticism uh, and, and the qualities he brings to the game. So i uh, be interested to see if there's any changes. Uh, and if not, how can the Louisville City keep the pressure on this Detroit team and not concede uh, getting too comfortable with the amount of possession and the amount of opportunities being created? Well, we've got plenty more to talk about here at halftime as Louisville City and Detroit City are knocked or locked, excuse me, at nothing, nothing here at Lynn Family Stadium. An entertaining, rare afternoon game for us to enjoy ahead of Easter on this beautiful Saturday in the low 60s. Perfect day out. The sun is out. It finally feels like home for Louisville City. Not that bitter wind that we had to deal with last weekend or the rain on Wednesday. A beautiful day for a match, and I know Louisville City fans are hoping that this one results in three points. We'll talk more about what they're talking about in the locker room and what to look for in the second half. After this break, you're listening to the halftime period here for Louisville City on ESPN Louisville. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1-50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way. 
it's Danny Cruz, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680, 1057, and the ESPN Louisville app. This halftime is presented to you by Breeze Airways. Nice, new, and nonstop. That's the Breeze away. Jeff Greer, George Davis, the fourth here with you at halftime. George, scoreless so far. Louisville City very much on the front foot. Obviously, they're going to be changing the direction they're attacking in the second half. What do you think the conversation is like in the locker room, knowing they created a bunch of chances? They probably are feeling pretty good about where they are, but they have not been able to find the back of the net just yet. I would imagine nobody in the locker room is talking about how good it's been. Uh, Knowing the locker room, knowing the coaching staff, it's all about how can we improve, what can we do better, uh, and don't concede. Don't let the level drop. Stay on top of them. Don't let the intensity fall. Uh, Something, you know, especially coming off of the last two results within the league, uh, knowing that there's still a job to do, the job is not even close to finished, uh, and how can we break them down? What are we missing in the final third? What is it that we need to add to our attack to finalize? Uh, but more importantly, what are we doing to defend in advance? How are we handling situations when they get the ball and when they counterattack on us? And are we organized defensively to make sure that at the minimum we don't concede? It has uh, been a very dangerous-looking Louisville City team. Do you expect any changes maybe at, at halftime? No, I'm not expecting any changes, but I wouldn't be surprised to see a change, you know, 55, 60 minutes. you got players like... Musha Galusa on the on the bench who can come on and provide a spark. Dylan Mayers who's been playing pretty good in in the middle of the park, uh, and then Elijah Winder who's a player who's come on especially towards the end of last year was able to come on and provide a spark and bring some energy to the game. So it will be interesting to see how Danny Cruz uses his substitutes, but I wouldn't expect anything less in terms of intensity uh, and discipline for the defensive side. Now, if you're Detroit City, it's been it's been tough. They have uh, just two goals in their last. Uh, four games, or excuse me, one goal in their last three matches. They have been good on the road this year, but again, it's so early. They've got one win and one draw in two road matches. I'm sure they're happy to be scoreless the way the first half went, but what do you think that conversation is like with Trevor James and his staff in that locker room? You know, I, I don't know the internal piece of the of the Detroit locker room like I may know about the Louisville City locker room, but one thing I do know about Detroit City is they're a gritty side. Uh, they have players who are willing to fight, uh, who are willing to suffer, and, and that's something that Louisville City has to, to be careful of, right? This group and this side is going to fight until the end, whether it's nil-nil or 2-nil or 3-nil. It doesn't matter for this group. They're going to fight until the end, and they have players who can who can punish you at any given moment. Uh, so for Louisville City, it'll be important that, as I've said, in the counter, in the, de- in the defensive transition that they're spot on, because I can tell you Detroit doesn't really care about how much of the ball they have. It's just about what are they doing with the ball when they do get their moments And they're a side that can capitalize, especially on set pieces. Well, they are a team that is trying to kind of figure out uh, a new direction getting forward. They had 18 goals and 19 assists leave the team after this past season. Antoine Openo, Declan Wynn, and Pato Botello-Faz all leaving. Antoine Openo, of course, a familiar face for Louisville City fans, was the assist leader in the USL Championship last year after moving over to Detroit City from Louisville City. So they are still working that part of their game out, getting forward, um, but they've done well in terms of the scoreline, keeping a very attacking-minded Louisville City scoreless through the first 45. We've got 45 more minutes 
on tap for you right here on ESPN Louisville coming up after this break. Louisville City and Detroit City locked in a nothing-nothing draw with the second half on tap. Stay tuned. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, the players will be out, and we'll be ready for those final 45 minutes. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. It's time to go fishing. When the temperatures start to rise, the appetites of most fish rise right along with them, meaning that you're more likely to have a great day on the water. In addition to that, the Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife just stocked fish in Cherokee Park, Fisherman's Park, Tom Wallace Park, Waverly Park, and the lakes at William F. Miles. And don't forget about all those trout stocked in Floyd's Fork. To purchase your fishing license and for all the information that you need, visit fw.ky.gov. The sounds of spring can often be followed by the sounds of a broken air conditioner. So if you hear your AC unit making some unwanted noises, then call DFH Company today. When you buy a complete train system, receive 18-month special financing, $600 in instant rebates, and a 10-year parts and labor warranty. Right now, when you buy a full train system, receive a 10-year part and labor warranty and 18-month special financing. It's hard to stop a train, so call DFH Company at 968-6222 or look them up online at dfhcompany.com. Subject to credit approval. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and late-night happy hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. It's Oscar Jimenez, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. We are back here at Lynn Family Stadium about 30 seconds away from kicking off the second half. Louisville City and Detroit City locked in a nothing, nothing draws. Couple substitutions coming on at halftime for Detroit City and we'll see how that impacts their shape as one is O'Neal Fisher coming on for Detroit City and then also Yazid Matthews, the South African, will also check in. Matthews Came back from suspension for this game from USL Championship suspension. He did play in the U.S. Open Cup and scored the winner in that game against Gold Star FC. And we'll get confirmation on who he replaced. I believe he replaced Simonson up front. And we'll find out who Fisher has replaced about uh, out on that right-hand side. I would imagine it might be Rutz there. Uh, but we'll see as this game is back underway. George, keep an eye out here on how that might change their shape if they lose the back three. It does kind of look like it might be a back four now for Detroit City as they have Rutz still out on that right-hand side. He was the right wing back for them. Looks like Ballard came off. Ah, you're right. Ballard came off. So defensive muscle brought in for 
Detroit City as they are back underway here in the second half at Lynn Family Stadium. Louisville City now attacking left to right in front of us, attacking the Estopinal end. Maybe a, a personnel decision on Detroit's case in terms of having to make the change in the first half with Robinson coming on the field. It may be in, in the coach's best interest to, to go to a back four, which is what I, I think the shape is now. And it does look like uh, they're trying to clog things in the middle, too. There's a lot of bodies in there for Detroit City. In possession is Weiner out to the left side. Now Dia trying to play a ball in first time to Wilson Harris. It was knocked away by the substitute Fisher on the field now, the Jamaican who came over from Minnesota United, which ironically is the team that uh, Detroit City plays next in the U.S. Open Cup. So both teams get MLS opponents. Of course, we mentioned earlier Louisville City taking on FC Cincinnati at the end of the month in the U.S. Open Cup. Brian Ownby wins the throw on the near side. Physical interaction there with Reese Williams. And possession now is Tosh right near midfield. Pokes it through to Tyler Gibson. Gibson, good ball through now to Manny Perez. Perez along the touchline in front of the defend, the uh, Louisville City bench. Back to Tosh. Tosh trying to loft a curling ball into the path of Wilson Harris. 30 yards from goal. Gives it off right side now. Tellefson, good pass in from Tellefson to Ownby. And it took a little time to get there, and it's going to bounce off of Ownby and out for a goal kick. The crowd didn't like it, but that was a good defensive effort there from Rodriguez to come over and win the goal kick. Yeah, interesting shape from Detroit. Looks like they're in a traditional 4-4-2 shape, which could present some problems in the counterattack, but could also create a lot of uh, joy for Louisville City when they attack and trying to find space between the lines and in wide areas to create service. There's a goal kick coming here for Steinwasher. Steinwasher was busy in that first half. He certainly had uh, plenty to do. He ended up having to make five saves in that first half. He had a clearance as well. He won a foul on a corner there with uh, Josh Winder as Louisville City definitely one-way traffic, 12-2 in shots, and then 5 nothing in shots on target. As Diaz slips, he was trying to carry through into the midfield. He fell, and the ball is with Rutz out to the right side now. Matthews tries the cross. Excellent sliding challenge to block the cross and hold on to the ball by Josh Winder, who looked like a veteran with that defensive play there to calmly keep possession for Louisville City after snuffing out the attacking threat. Yeah, you mentioned it calmly keep possession. Not only did he put a good tackle in, but he's able to maintain his composure, put his foot on it, and connect a pass out. Well, what do you like about Josh? 17 years old, bunch of clubs interested in him in Europe. I mean, the kid is really special. What is it about him that you think makes him such a nice young player? As he wins a foul, ironically, as we're talking about him. I mean, you know, for Josh, it's it's one man that he's becoming and, and his attention to detail, his humility. Uh, uh, the way he works every single day and is always open to getting better and using the players around him uh, to push on his development. Uh, those are the most you know exciting things for me because I know wherever he ends up, he's going to continue to build, and, and that's what it's all about if you want to reach the top level. Louisville City on the attacking front here after the good work from Josh Weiner to get the ball out of the defensive area. Wilson Harris plays a ball in. Jorge Gonzalez is never going to win that argument, but he was getting jostled a little bit on the edge of the six there on the cross in. Just floated a little too high as Louisville City forces uh, Detroit City uh, back quite a bit, but it ends up being a goal kick for Steinwasher. I don't yeah, have it. 
Brian gets to the inline there, you know, and you can see his frustration because he wants runners into the box, right? He gets to a really good position in line, looking to find a pass across the face of the goal and just nobody there to tap it in. And that's the type of thing, George, I feel like by the time you get to like July, the runners are there and, you know, everybody knows where they need to be. Oh, yeah. This timing, right? Timing is everything, you know, understanding players' tendencies, uh, what they're looking for, you know, as these patterns start to build. Like you said, July, everybody kind of has an expectation. Still early in the season, still learning the movements and runs of some of these players. Although I won't use it as an excuse because I know Brian and Wilson and Jorge have been playing together for some years, uh, but it's still early in the season. As Louisville City and Detroit City have had uh, probably half chances uh, in both directions. Detroit City's Rodriguez just firing a shot well over from the edge of the area. Now Winder with it near midfield off the goal kick. 51st minute still scoreless between these two teams as Louisville City and Detroit City uh, go into battle for the fifth time in the series history. Louisville City has never lost to Detroit City, and they certainly don't want to change that today as this match has produced plenty of opportunities for the home team, but no goals yet. In possession now, Detroit City through the middle. It was Carroll, try, or excuse me, Bryant trying to play it ahead. It's snuffed out. Now Tosh carrying forward in the midfield. Off to Perez. Perez on his right foot has the work with Tosh. Tosh out to Ownby. Ownby through the legs of McCabe. Now the ball played in by Perez. It was a low cross. I don't know if it took a deflection. And Robinson is able to come across and knock it away for the clearance. It'll be a loose city attacking throw about 35 yards from goal. The crowd here happy to see the effort from Louisville City. Now Ownby with it in possession. Back to Tosh. Tosh thought about it with his left foot. Plays it back across to the middle of the park. It's Winder. Winder through the midfield to Gibson. Gibson back to Tosh. Tosh right at midfield with the now uh, infamous or famous, depending on who you ask, tucked in shirt. (laughs) Plays it all the way ahead now to Ownby. Knocked down to the right side to Reese Williams. And Reese Williams has to walk it all the way back to Steinwasher. Steinwasher just clears. Chested down by Gibson to Del Piccolo. Del Piccolo tried to pop it up to Ownby. The defensive header wasn't a very good one. Back with Louisville City. Del Piccolo now works it out to Tellefson. He's got the runner out to his left-hand side with Dia. Louisville City comfortable in possession about 30 yards from goal. Now Gonzalez tried to tee himself up on the half volley there, and he sent it into the Estopinal end. One thing that w- wouldn't be recognized by a lot of people is the work of Tyler Gibson playing right in front of the back, the, the center backs. Uh, two times in that sequence, he's able to break up plays, be in a good position, and keep Detroit on their heels to allow Louisville City to create a chance. There he is on the ball again, winning it off the clearance. It's with Gonzalez. Gonzalez plays it in. Wilson Harris on his right foot, tight angle, and he puts it into the side netting there as his first touch carried him a little wide of the goal and made it a little difficult there with the defenders bearing down on him. Again, Tyler in a good spot, wins the first ball, straight to Paulo into Wilson and creates another opportunity. Wilson Harris has been dangerous today. He's had a couple of chances and you got to figure the guy scored 15 goals last year, was the young player of the year in the USL championship when he was with uh, that young sporting KC2 side as a guy who can find the back of the net pretty frequently. Just his second USL championship appearance so far this year for Louisville City, his first start. But he's getting himself into some good positions in this match so far. 54th minute scoreless between Louisville City and Detroit City. And the ball waywardly played forward. One down comfortably by Winder all the way back to 
Zemla. Zemla back out to the left side now. Winder, he's about 25 yards from his own goal. Now Zemla on his own penalty spot shifts it out to the right to Tosh. Tosh somewhat challenged there by Matthews, but not really. Winder now walking it forward. Winder has some options, plays it out to the left side. Now Dia. Dia surveys the field. He's looking around, trying to find somebody, plays it back to Winder. 54th minute here for Danny Cruz and the boys in purple trying to find the go-ahead goal. Here's Manny Perez along the touchline. Nice ball into the end line to Ownby. Ownby has a chance for a cross, and it was blocked away. And the linesman is going to say that it actually went over the end line before he was able to get the cross in. And now Ownby is uh, slow to get up after he clattered in to the advertisement board behind the goal there. I'm not sure if that is uh, just uh, from the moment or what, but he is jogging slowly back into his position after that interaction. Yeah, another good job from Omi to get in behind the outside back. He's forcing that center back to step out and challenge. Uh, one more, more times than not, you're going to get that ball across the face and create an opportunity. Uh, I don't know what the referee saw, but it was uh, looked like a goal kick, he said. Played long there from Steinwasher. It's with Matthews. Matthews thought about a shot from 30 yards. Still tries it. It's blocked. He had about three bodies in front of him. It's blocked away and cleared by Louisville City, but it's still with Detroit City. Out on the left side, it's Michael Bryant working nicely with McCabe. A heavy first touch there from Reese Williams allows Tosh to get over there, but then Williams does a nice job catching up to it, winning the throw for Detroit City. Reese Williams on this near side, the Floridian. He was about to take the throw, but he's going to pass it off to Michael Bryant. Yeah, they're in no rush. They don't want to rush the ball into play. They're, they're comfortable with the draw here at Lynn Family Stadium, and Louisville City is to prevent that. Robinson with it in the midfield circle, plays it off to the right side. This is Fisher. Fisher now with Rutz working with him as Detroit City has started this possession about 30 yards from Louisville City's goal, and now they are all the way back in their own box as Steinwasher tries to play it long. Perez in a battle there with Williams. Williams won the header, but it ends up back with Toshu. Nods it all the way back to Zemla. Zemla throws it out to this left side. Now Amadou Dia, 56th minute, scoreless between Louisville City and Detroit City right here on ESPN Louisville. In possession is Winder. Winder with the right foot flips it back across to Tosh. Tosh looking at things, gives it back to Winder. Tosh telling his teammates to chill. I think he was talking to Brian Ownby out on that near side touch line. Through the middle now to Gonzalez. Gonzalez out to the left side now. Amadou Dia thinking about a right-footed cross. It was blocked, and Steinwasher hustles over to try to prevent the corner, and he does so effectively. And he keeps the ball in play. The crowd thought it had crossed over the line, and so did some Louisville City players. But it's going to be just uh, Detroit City possession through the goalkeeper. See, the way Detroit's set up, they're welcoming service from the wide areas. You know, Dia tries to play a ball inside. Uh, it's going to take a lot more to break this Detroit side down. It's going to have to be more creative, more clever in terms of how we want to break them down. Long ball played there from Carroll required Dia to really backtrack and get involved with Rutz, and then Dia trying to win the ball back clips Rutz, and Rutz stays down. Be a free kick on the far side for Detroit City. It's a deep one, about 35 yards or so from goal. It's going to be, it looked originally like it would be Fisher, but now Rodriguez is walking over to it. And Detroit City is going to get some bodies forward, including some center backs. I'd imagine the opponent in in Detroit City think this is a golden opportunity. Uh, You can see the numbers they've put into the box. Uh, One, two, three, six, seven players forward trying to get on the end of this service. 
Rodriguez is the one who takes it. It's a straight line ball to the back post, knotted down by Brian, and it fell to Morris, who had the go. It was deflected up, and Zemla comfortably able to collect it. It was on the edge of the area that Morris had his opportunity, but it was well dealt with by Louisville City. Gibson now working with Ownby, a little 1-2. Ownby's passed back to him a little heavy, but Gibson able to collect it. Tellefson now through the middle of the park. Out to the left side, it was a heavy pass for Dia, and that's going to probably run out as Dia had to make up some ground. Tellefson immediately apologizing to his teammate out on the left-hand side. And, George, we are 58 minutes now in, 13 minutes into this second half, and it does look like Louisville City is starting to think about maybe some changes here. What what needs to, to be different for Louisville City through the first 13 minutes of the second half? I don't know that a change is in order or in the need right now, but in terms of uh, discipline and, and not getting frustrated uh, is going to be key, right? Uh, a lot of the ball Louisville City has – uh, and they're just trying to create more chances. Detroit is okay with that. Detroit is okay with sitting in their block. They're okay with keeping the ball in front of them. Uh, so as long as Louisville City doesn't get frustrated, continues to knock at the door and move the ball from side to side, eventually the, I, I assume they would, they would unbalance the opponent and start to create more chances. Through the middle now with Tyler Gibson. Gibson right near the midfield circle. Sprays it back to the left now. Here's Amadou Dia. Tries a low cross in. Hit hard there. A line drive. Required a defensive clearance. Now back through the middle is Morris. Morris out, excuse me, Matthews back into Williams. And at first it looked like maybe Matthews was trying to spur things forward. But Detroit City happy to keep possession here. Reese Williams about 40 yards from his own goal. Plays it all the way back to Steinwasher who's on the edge of his six. Somewhat pressured by Wilson Harris, and Steinwasher plays it out for a throw. He was overhit there looking for Fisher. And now Amadou Dia will get the chance to make the throw about 35, 40 yards from goal. He plays it all the way back to Winder right near midfield. Everybody other than Tosh and Zemla is in the attacking half, and now Tosh has crossed over the line. So Zemla looking lonely as Louisville City gets bodies forward. Out on the right side now, Manny Perez along the touchline. He looked at possibly playing in Ownby, but he plays it back to Tosh. Tosh plays it across to Josh Winder in Detroit City. Happy to sit back now. They are in those blocks, the low blocks of that 4-4-2. Out to the far side now, Gonzalez. Gonzalez cuts inside. Had it on his right foot, plays it back to Gibson. Gibson trying to direct traffic. Now Tosh in the midfield circle. Showing for the ball again is Gonzalez. Just trying to move this Detroit City team around a little bit with some possession. Gonzalez. Out to the left side now, Winder. Winder near midfield, about 15 yards inside the midfield line. Lofts the ball up for Ownby. Comfortable header there from Carroll, despite Ownby's pressure. One nicely there. Brian, a dangerous ball all the way across the face of his box, looking for Fisher. I'm not sure he intended to do that, but Fisher cleared it away before Louisville City could pounce. All the way back to midfield, 61st minute, Louisville City 0, Detroit City 0. Jeff Greer, George Davis here with you on ESPN Louisville as Louisville City trying to get back in the wing column at home. They've lost lost their last two in the USL Championship, advanced on Wednesday in the U.S. Open Cup with a 1-0 win. The first installment 
of a rivalry with the new club, USL League One club, Lexington Soccer Club. Louisville City in possession now. Ownby, 30 yards from goal, shifts it out to the right side. Manny Perez, lots of space. Perez, right-footed cross, back post. He's got one guy there. It was Gonzalez, but the cross was a little tall for him, so Dia tracks it down near the corner flag. Dia trying to split two defenders on the dribble. Had it poked away. It's back with Tellefson. Tellefson back to Ownby. A player for Detroit City is down as Ownby lofts a cross in. It bounced over the head of Harris into the path of Gonzalez and I'm not sure Gonzalez knew a whole lot about it. It deflected off his thigh and on the second effort there Steinwasher beats Gonzalez to it at the edge of the six and now the play has been stopped for the player on the far side who is down for Detroit City. Yeah I like that ball one because the opposition's uh, back four moving forward to try to get up the field makes it difficult as that ball comes back into the box uh, from service from Dia. Very important that Louisville City continues to move the ball with pace and tempo. Uh, this this Detroit City team is not going to be easy to break down, uh, and they're very organized right now. So it's going to be key that Louisville City is patient, moves the ball with a good tempo, and waits for the right moment. And that was Tommy McCabe, who is down, one of the holding midfielders for Detroit City. And he's back up and moving as Steinwasher has scuffed the free kick there a little bit. The ball ends up back with Louisville City. Louisville City trying to pressure Detroit City. It ends up all the way back with Robinson. Robinson off to Steinwasher. Steinwasher working with the ball at his feet, and it's given away by Detroit City in a bad spot. 30 yards from goal. Harris now 25 yards from goal. He tries a left-footed shot, and he scuffed it a little bit, dragging it wide. And Steinwasher just watched it roll away for a goal kick about eight feet wide there from Harris. But I like the effort. Yeah, good effort from Wilson. You could tell he's hungry for a goal, shooting from 20, 25 yards out. He's got a good look at it. Uh, it's coming. It's coming for Louisville City. Here comes the goal kick from Steinwasher as we enter the 64th minute, a little more than an hour in the books, still scoreless as Tellefson is whistled for jostling a little too much with Tommy McCabe. And we can see Danny Cruz thinking about Something here. He's having a conversation on the sidelines as Louisville City continues to try to turn the screw. 15 shots now for Louisville City. Five on target, nine inside the box. Three total big chances so far. 55 final third entries for Louisville City. And they just have not been able to find the breakthrough against what was one of last year's best defensive teams. And Louisville City very much in control of this game. Just have not been able to break through. Harris trying to play the ball forward to Ownby. Good defensive pressure from Carroll. Carrying it through is Bryant. Now out to the left side, Rodriguez. Rodriguez plays it off to McCabe. McCabe playing it through now, working with Reese Williams. They're on the edge of the Louisville City defensive area, and a foul is won there on Ownby by Reese Williams. They will get a free kick coming for Detroit City about 25 yards from goal, directly off the edge of the area there, so a potentially dangerous moment for Detroit City. A little bit soft for me, but clever from the Detroit player to go down. He sensed a little bit of contact, knew he had beat the opponent, and was able to get the foul in a dangerous area. Manny, or excuse me, Tyler Gibson is the only man in the one-man wall. As this is sized up, I believe it's Reese Williams over the ball. He's got seven teammates in the area for Detroit City. It's going to be a right-footed delivery. He's about 27 yards from goal. Back post, it was McCabe, actually, who took it. It was knocked down, and a second chance there from Rutz. 
is skied over. It fell to him about eight yards from goal, and he tried the half volley there and sent it in to the waterfront zone, but the most dangerous moment of this second half by far for Detroit City. Very dangerous chance. That's what we talked about, set pieces, right? Detroit's going to wait for their moment. They're going to be patient. They're not going to really press to have a lot of the ball, but these opportunities you can't concede from Louisville City. Tosh playing it through the middle as Louisville City restarts. 66th minute, scoreless between these two teams. Gibson working through the middle. Almost had it poked away there for a second by Morris. It's now with Tellefson. Tellefson now to the near side to Manny Perez. Perez looks around, gives it back to Tosh. Tosh through the middle now. Gibson's got some space to take. He lost the ball high and right, looking for Bryant. And Bryant showing a little bit of a chicken wing there. The crowd thinking maybe there was a handball. The referee is saying it took his, his shoulder. And Louisville City just has the throw out of it. Tellefson off to Manny Perez. You would expect one of the four referees to see that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. Maybe next time. You need VAR in the USL championship. As this ends up with Tosh. Tosh all the way to the left side. Now here's Dia. 66th minute, now 67th minute. Dia tries to play the vertical ball to Wilson Harris. And Brian a little too physical for the liking of this Lynn Family Stadium crowd as he nudged Harris away. But uh, it does run long to Steinwasher, and he'll have the ball comfortably. Yeah, nothing there. I'm not sure what the, the crowd is asking for. But, you know, don't get sucked into the, the game of being direct from Louisville City. Detroit is patient. They're going to want that. They want that ball into the box. Got to make sure we're moving them around. And Detroit City has, for the most part, in the second half, George, they had a couple really uncomfortable moments in the first half, but they have not looked too stressed defensively so far in the first 20 minutes of the second half. I'd have to agree with you. There's not been much, you know, maybe a few, but, you know, the chances have been from distance or from service. Nothing really concrete for Louisville City. Louisville City still working in possession here, and normally this is uh, we're approaching that George Davis territory in the latter stage of your career, George, where you become tr- trotting on, and everyone's expecting GD4 to put a ball a ball in the back of the net as Louisville City getting uh, in possession again here, 68th minute, trying to push forward now. Ownby has got a pocket of space that he's guided through, tries to play a pass in to Harris. It was blocked away by Rodriguez. Louisville City will have possession again through Perez. Perez saw the run there from Ownby for a second, but couldn't quite make sure uh, the ball was going to get there in time. And as a result, Louisville City keeps possession. They're in the midfield circle. It's Winder. Out left now to Amadou Dia. Dia works it away to the left side. Now Gonzalez. Gonzalez through the middle to Del Piccolo. Gonzalez 1-2 with him. Nice work here in the buildup from Louisville City, but Wilson Harris tried the... uh, little flick on with his back heel and didn't quite make any possession out of it and as a result it's going to be all the way back to Zemla 69th minute now coming up as Detroit City does look like they are about ready to make another substitution here they have made three and two windows and we will see if there is that uh, fourth substitution that is made as Gonzalez plays it in now to Harris. Harris on the edge of the area. He had a runner in Brian Ownby, but a last-ditch deflection there. Well done defending by Michael Bryant. Ends up with a clearance for Detroit City. Louisville City still in possession, working through Tosh right near midfield. Tosh looking around, plays it in to Tellefson. Tellefson, nice pass ahead now. Del Piccolo off to the right. It's Perez. They're about 30 yards from goal. Tellefson. And curl ball in near post. It's knocked down by Gonzalez. It was
was blocked by Steinwasser. I'm not sure how much touch Gonzalez got on it, but he stayed down behind the goal there with his head in his hands as Louisville City trying to turn up the pressure. Tellefson, 20 yards from goal off to Manny Perez. Perez near the corner flag, met by two defenders, plays it into a nice little pocket of space. A great one-two with Tellefson. Tried to square it there to Jorge Gonzalez. It was blocked away, and then the foul is going to be called on Perez as he's trying to win the ball back with Bryant in front of him, and that'll stop play for a second. But a good little bit of pressure here from Louisville City the last couple minutes. Man, you would expect Jorge to score there. I know he thought he did. Uh, he got in front of the goalkeeper. Probably a little bit of fear there as he gets on the end of that, thinking the, the goalkeeper is going to clobber him. But um, very brave from Jorge and great ball from Tellison. Uh, Should have had one there for Louisville City. You mentioned you know myself coming on in games and have, <laughs> having an impact in the game, and, and that's all I'm thinking about the players that, that may be coming on for Louisville City is – when, you, when you're in that position, you want to come on and make your, your stamp in the game, right? You want to prove to the coach, hey, I deserve to be on the field for the last 70 minutes. And you also want to say, hey, my teammates have grinded and worked really hard, so, so let me come on the field and do my part and reward the group. Poor clearance there from Diaz. He slipped, it looked like, as he was trying to deal with a cross there and ended up playing it right back to Morris, who wins the corner coming up for... Detroit City, and now it does look like substitutions for both teams are being sized up as this corner will be taken on the far side by Rodriguez in the 71st minute. Detroit City trotting bodies forward. They've got six in the area and a seventh just lingering out of it. A couple of guys inside the six-yard box. Short option comes and jogs away. Rodriguez is going to take this right-footed outswinger of a corner for Detroit City. Clock still ticking. 71st minute, though, plays it long, knotted down by Bryant, and the foul is going to be called. No, it's Carroll. The foul is called there, and Louisville City is able to relieve the pressure, but a substitution is coming here. It's going to be Abdullah Jope, the Senegalese midfielder, coming on, and he is going to be replacing Ben Morris, the Englishman who is playing up front for Detroit City. It does look like Matthews is going to be the guy asked to be a little bit more forward as Jope is a more defensive-minded player. Final 20 minutes of this game, another defensive substitution for Detroit. I see Enoch Mushigalusa on the sideline. He was called over. It does look like he may also be coming on momentarily. As Louisville City's in possession here, 72nd minute. That substitution, by the way, brought to you by Fortna. Ball played out to the left side now, Gonzalez. Gonzalez does well to track it down. He's met by Fisher, trying to get it onto his right foot for a cross. Plays a back post. Good header there from Brian as he had Ownby lurking. And Gibson tried to play it back in. It was booted clear by Detroit City. All the way back to Manny Perez, who nods it over to Tosh, who knocks it down finally for Winder. 72nd now into the 73rd minute. Scoreless between these two teams. Gibson tries to shift a diagonal ball all the way out to the near side corner flag. Manny Perez tracks it down on the end line, and it's knocked out by Bryant. It's going to be a corner coming up for Louisville City, a Wi-Fi corner kick as Paolo Del Piccolo is going to trot over and Louisville City is going to get its big bodies forward. Yeah, I would expect an in-swinger in from Del Piccolo. We've had some really good chances from, from this service and the corner kicks. I would also be uh, anticipating a change from, from Danny Cruz and the staff here very soon. 
They've got six bodies in the in the area for Louisville City. The short option is Tellefson, but it is that in-swinger left foot near post. And a couple bodies took a spill there, but Matthews is able to knock it down. He's still carrying it on the edge of the area. Now plays it in to Jope. Jope carrying it forward. He beats one defender. And now a chance here maybe for Detroit City to get out on the break. Plays it out to the left side now, Reese Williams. Reese Williams down near the corner flag on the left. Met by Perez, trying to get it back on his right foot. Plays it for Jope. Louisville City has bodies back now. Jope plays the ball long to the far post and that's going to run all the way out for a throw in on the other side of the field near the corner flag as Jope rushed his decision there but that is going to allow Louisville City to make two substitutions. It's going to be Enoch Mushigalusa coming on for Brian Ownby out on that right hand side here in the 74th minute. That substitution brought to you by Fortna and then Dylan Maris is also coming on. He'll be replacing Jorge Gonzalez. So two substitutions both along that front line for Louisville City. Some good changes here. I, I expect a lot out of Mushigalusa. Dylan Mayer is a player with a lot of experience. Crafty. Uh, he's going to bring a piece to the midfield. I wouldn't be surprised if Tellefson uh, looks like he's going to move into more of a wide position as a 7 and Dylan Mayer's will play higher as a 10 more centrally. And that is exactly what it looks like there as Tellefson moving out to that right side. Maris coming over from El Paso in the offseason. A really good addition for Louisville City, one that was lauded by uh, USL championship, championship experts there. And he's immediately putting some pressure on Bryant near midfield. Bryant trying to keep possession for Detroit City. It's with Reese Williams now about 35 to 40 yards from goal. Plays it back to Bryant. Now Jope with it, plays it through the middle. This is Carroll, the captain, trying to stave off some pressure from Wilson Harris. 75th minute, still scoreless between Louisville City and Detroit City here on ESPN Louisville. Sliding challenge in from Dallo Del Piccolo, but advantage is played as Detroit City keeps the possession. Jope on the edge of the area, trying to get it on to maybe his right foot for a cross. Instead drags it back now to McCabe. McCabe tried to split multiple defenders. That was never going to work. It was knocked down and cleared away by Louisville. City through Wilson Harris, but it ends up back with Carroll. And in possession now is Detroit City again. Out on the near side, it's Robinson. Robinson playing it all the way back now to Steinwasher. He's about 25 yards from his own goal into the 75th minute of this game. Scoreless so far. Fans head to Twitter to vote on today's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match. Poll will be open for the next 10 minutes, so vote now at twitter.com slash City or at City for your opportunity to pick your man of the match. I'll let you know who the nominees are in a moment when that poll goes up. And yeah, I mean, right on cue, George, it went up right as I said that. Up. Who's it? Who, who are the who are the the candidates for man of the match? So tonight? it's uh, at Lou City FC. If you want to vote, it's Jorge Gonzalez, Santosh, and Amadou Diaz. A cross is played into Wilson Harris, eight yards from goalie. Tried the diving header. Looked like he and Robinson may have bumped heads a little bit, but the diving header skims over the bar and touches the top of the net. But it'll be out for a goal kick. So who do you like out of those choices? Gonzalez, Tosh and Dia for man of the match? Well, for me, I'm all about uh, how you finish, not how you start. So I would love to see what these players can do for the next 10 minutes. And I know the fans would love to see a game winner to make that voting <laughs> quite easier. Yeah. Uh, well, I will say, though, Detroit, they've shown a little bit of, of glimpse of, of moments here in the last four or five minutes. They've got a little bit of the ball, uh, been able to push Louisville City back a little bit. So hopefully we can uh, stay on top of them as, as Louisville City gains possession of the ball. 
Ushigalusa slipped at first, but is able to come back and get the ball, but given away there by Wilson Harris. He was under a lot of pressure from Detroit City. It's back with Rodriguez through midfield, trying to curl it through. Winder does well, commanding forward, driving forward with the ball. Off to the left side, now Maris. Maris looking around at his options. Tries a right-footed cross. Back post, he's got Tellefson, but a good defensive header there from Bryant. Knocks it out for what will be a Vi-Fi corner kick coming up for Louisville City. Tellefson thought about taking it quickly, but Del Piccolo comes trotting over, and he'll have that left-footed delivery coming up here in the 78th minute. Love the enthusiasm from Josh Winder. He wins the ball. Not only does it connect his pass forward, but then he makes a run into the box trying to get on the end of it. Earns a corner. Left-footed delivery from Del Piccolo to the edge of the six. It fell to Matthews, who just got a boot on it. It's with Perez. Now Winder. Winder off to Tosh. Tosh, left-footed shot blocked. That was an ambitious look from him. All the way out near 45 yards from goal or so. Now cross-played back in. is blocked away. It was Dia who was trying to find Tosh on the back post. And the header is out for a throw for Louisville City. They're about 17, 18 yards from goal. Out now 30 yards from goal. It's Del Piccolo. Great pass through to Manny Perez on the edge of the area. Good combo. Maris with it. Plays it out to Musha Galusa. Musha Galusa, 12 yards from goal. Trying to get it on that right foot. Tries a right-footed shot. It was blocked away by Rutz. It's back with Winder. Winder muscled off the ball there by Matthews. And the foul is called. A fifth-third free kick is a quick restart for Louisville City. 79th minute. Things really starting to pick up here for both teams. Del Piccolo shifts it out to the left side. Now Dia working along that touch line with Musha Galusa. Musha Galusa has two defenders with him. He's trying to beat Fisher on the far side. He tried to dribble past him. Fisher nicked the ball off of him and clears it. It ends up back with Louisville City, and now the referee calls for a pause. Yeah, he said that Fisher was out of bounds before he was able to clear it fully. So now Amadou Dia will get the chance to make the long throw here. He's got four Louisville City teammates in the area. Del Piccolo and Tellefson among them, Harris and Mushigalusa. His throw is long. He's looking for Harris. Headed clear, but not very well to, to Maris. Back to Dia. Dia on the edge of the area now with Mushigalusa. Mushigalusa low cross in was blocked down by Rodriguez, but it was not really much he could do with it other than just deflect it. It's out for a Vi-Fi corner kick coming up as Del Piccolo trots over with Maris. So Piccolo is going to be the short option. Maris will be the right-footed deliverer of it. You can feel the pressure building on Detroit and the, the stadium. You can feel and sense a little bit coming from Louisville City. Let's see if we can capitalize. Uh, so delivery is from Maris near post. Matthews uncontested header. Knocked down by Del Piccolo. Maris gets a second bite at the apple. This time it's dangerous and it's there. Louisville City finally on the board in the 80th minute. It took a few deflections and ends up in the back of the net. I think Wilson Harris is claiming it as Louisville City finally has the lead after dominating this match. If at first you don't succeed, try again. Good ball in. Didn't win the first one. Comes back out. Great ball in, good timing from Wilson to get on the end of it. A great ball back in the second time from Maris. Wilson Harris is thrilled as we'll take a look at the replay to give you the best possible description. It was knotted back down off the clearance. Maris with a really dangerous ball whipped back in. I believe it took a Detroit City deflection 
and we'll see who gets credit for it as, yeah, it was Wilson Harris who redirected it with his right foot, the red boots today for Wilson Harris. His first goal of this season, 16th for Louisville City in USL Championship action, and Louisville City is on top here in the 81st minute. A huge goal for Wilson Harris. And a big moment, that goal presented by Kentucky Lottery, fueling imagination, funding education, Kentucky Lottery. And I know Wilson Harris will be thrilled after having some chances in that first half, especially, George, to get that touch and get the goal. Oh, yeah, definitely thrilled, I'm sure, to get on the end of it. For a player like Wilson, it's only counting one thing, and that's how many goals he's scoring on the evening. So good for him. 18 shots today for Louisville City. That was the first one to break through as it has been mostly one-way traffic for the entirety of this afternoon. But Detroit City, as George said, has started to look a little bit brighter in this uh, second stage of the second half. They'll probably be disappointed to have conceded as they try to grow into this game. They've won themselves a corner kick on the far side. It's going to be, I believe that is Reese Williams who's trotted over to take that corner. No, it's Tommy McCabe. Right-footed delivery coming. He's got six guys in the box, now seven. Knotted away by Louisville City, and then Gibson does the rest, clearing it out toward midfield. Well done from Tyler Gibson. 82nd minute here. And, uh, George, that was a a great comment before because now I think the conversation of man of the match changes as Wilson Harris scores off a great ball from Dylan Maris. Yeah, there seems to be a trend there, right? And whoever scores the goal in man of the match is some type of correlation. So good for Wilson. I'm sure if I had a vote, it'd be the guy who gets on the end of things. And and as we said, right, we always talk about the next five minutes after you score a goal. Uh, right away, Louisville City conceded a corner and then a shot on goal. So have to stay disciplined, have to make sure that they finish this game uh, all the way to the end because Detroit's not going to make it easy. And the smell of the purple smoke here is very much lingering as Louisville City has that one nothing lead here. 83rd minute, a big opportunity to get back in the win call. We mentioned a two-game losing streak. You know what? It's a long season. Losing streaks happened. It was the way that Louisville City had lost its last two league games that uh, caught everyone's attention, especially, obviously, the players and the coaching staff. Danny Cruz talking about the need to bounce back defensively. They get the clean sheet in the U.S. Open Cup, and then today in front one nothing here into the 84th minute, hoping that these uh, three points are on their way to Louisville City. With all that, the last two losses are still in fourth place in the Eastern Conference very early in this season. Perez trying to play it forward. Now Wilson Harris. That might have taken a deflection off his hand there, an inadvertent one, as it's knocked down and ends up back with Detroit City. They're right at midfield here. Detroit City has, uh, like we said, looked a little bit more uh, like they are confident that they might be able to do something here, but they have not really produced a ton of true chances as they are now having to dig deep and find something in the final six minutes does look like maybe one more substitution may be coming on for the visitors. That ball played long by Robinson. He's got Reese Williams streaking out, and Williams forced Zemla to make a decision. He tried to chest it down, and he had to just clear it in the end. Yeah, there's this weird psychology about football, right? You concede a goal, and then you automatically start defending all game. So, you know, Louisville City has had dominant possession for most of the game, and now that they're up a goal with 10 minutes left to go, uh, they're pinned in a little bit so same thing with Detroit right they were very comfortable not having possession of the ball but now they have to chase the game a little bit so it's going to change the dynamic of the game so interested to see how this plays out 
through the midfield now off to the right side. It's Fisher, tries to center it for Rodriguez. He tried a one-touch pass through to Matthews. It was blocked away by Dia, but it's still with Detroit City out on the left side. Now Reese Williams into the area. Williams met by, um, uh, by Manny Perez, and then a foul is called. No, I thought there was a foul on Detroit City, but instead Musha Galusa just walks it out of the area, and eventually the ball just rolls out for a throw near the corner flag on the near side left. This is Bryant looking at a right-footed cross. He does deliver it in. His first header is won by Winder. Second header won by Robinson. Or excuse me, Jope. It was knotted back into the area. And it's going to be a throw again here for Bryant on the near side. He's got Jope showing for him. But he's not going to choose that route, at least on that first try. 85th going on, 86th minute. It's one nothing. Louisville City. Wilson Harris currently standing with the game-winning goal if the result holds up as it is. Out to the far side now, Fisher. Fisher carrying it through on his right foot. He's about 40 yards from goal, trying to scoop a ball into McCabe. Well cut out there from Gibson, who's been excellent today. Now working with Maris. Maris had the delivery in that Wilson Harris finished for the goal today. Back with Rodriguez. Not quite cleared by Louisville City through the middle. Now it's ended up on the foot of Reese Williams, who tried a lunging shot with his right foot. It was blocked by Louisville City. Williams shouting for handball. And, of course, Demianchuk saying no chance there as Louisville City didn't even have a, time, a second to react to the shot, cannoned off a couple defenders. And now it's out near midfield, now Mushigalusa. This is where Louisville City can be dangerous, too, as Detroit City chasing that first goal. Louisville City might be able to put the game to bed with a second. Great ball by Wilson to switch the point of attack. Now he's pushing Detroit back. See if we can create a chance. Dia really nicely worked into the middle. Now back with Maris. Maris, right-footed effort from the edge of the area. Just took one touch to take the shot, and he put it over the bar there. Two substitutions coming on, one for each team, as Reese Williams is going to come off for Adrian Billhart, the German, coming on for Detroit City. Reese Williams didn't have the best of times down that left side today, but was looking a lot more dangerous in that second half as he got more of a chance to be on the ball. And then Louisville City, their substitution is coming in a second. It'll be Elijah Winder who's going to be coming on for the home team. That substitution brought to you by Fortna. Uh, It's going to be a set-piece opportunity here right near midfield for uh, Carroll. No, he's going to drop it off to Tommy McCabe to allow Carroll and Robinson to trot forward, a chance to get some bodies forward for Detroit City. Yeah, you see the numbers going forward. As soon as that ball was whistled, you saw two center backs straight into the box. Detroit, one, two, three, seven, eight players in and around the box now. And they know what this is here. Late in this game, 88th minute, McCabe. Straight line ball, back post. There's a lot of Louisville City bodies and nobody else as that runs long for a goal kick. And now Winder is going to come on. So we'll have the Winder brothers on the field together here for the final few minutes as he will come on for Wilson Harris. Elijah Winder will replace the goal scorer for Louisville City. The score is one nothing here in the 88th minute. And the boys in purple are currently in the lead and well on their way to three points as Winder had an excellent second half of the season coming back from his lone spell and has been a mainstay really for Louisville City since coming back. And George, I'm going to tell you right now, we got a winner in the man of the match poll. And again, this is what happens when you score in the 80th minute. It's not going to be somebody who 
uh, it might not be somebody who uh, ends up being a factor in the goal, uh, and that is Jorge Gonzalez. So Jorge Gonzalez is the winner of the Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match poll. He was very bright in that first half, so uh, an effort rewarded even with the goal scorer coming uh, in another place. That actually gives me great pleasure to know that we're watching other aspects of the game and not just voting <laughs> on who scored. So uh, Jorge it's good to see him healthy uh, back on the field. We know what he's capable of. Uh, from the beginning of the game, he was dangerous, creating chances, getting in good areas. Uh, so he's well-deserving of that reward. Louisville City now down to the final minute of the opening 90. We'll see how long that stoppage time is. I can't imagine it's going to be too, too long. There haven't really been a whole lot of big stoppages in the second half outside of the goal. So uh, Detroit City is desperately in need of a spark quickly here. On the far side, Fisher is going to take the throw for the visitors, trying to find somebody to get it into. He's looking for Matthews, chopped down by Dia. Back in possession now is Jope through the middle. He lunged at it and ended up with Detroit City nevertheless. Matthews trying to play through the middle. Finally knocked down well enough by Del Piccolo that it ends up back with Tosh. Zemla just boots it clear. Final minute now of the first 90. Zemla's ball played long, knocked down by Detroit City, and now Matthews turns with it. He's a big body through the middle. He was offside, though, and uh, that's one of the downsides of being one of the biggest dudes on the field is you're easy to spot when you're offside. (laughs) Yeah, you can't hide, can you? You cannot hide whatsoever. Stoppage time, by the way, presented by Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport as the fourth official Jervis Atagana is prepared to announce the added time here any second. No rush from the Louisville City group to get this ball back in play. All about managing time, managing the game, make sure we end with three points. Sean Tosh will take the free kick whenever it does come. They have added three minutes now to stoppage time. So we'll see if Louisville City can comfortably control these final three minutes or does Detroit City have a moment of magic in them? We'll see. Amadou Dia through the middle now working with Elijah Winder. Now on the left side, Maris tried to play the ball in. Or excuse me, that was Tellefson looking for Maris and it ran long. It'll be a goal kick coming for Steinwasher and Detroit. At this point, Detroit City's just got to throw bodies forward. The 80th minute goal from Wilson Harris. The assist from Dylan Maris currently standing as the winner in this one, Harris's first goal of the season, is 16th since joining Louisville City. A great addition for the boys in purple. Played such a big role last year for Louisville City with Cameron Lancaster injured. And even when Lancaster was back, Harris, a huge, huge factor in the attack. Knocked down now for Winder, 35 yards from goal. Winder trying to carry it through, and had it poked away by Robinson, but only so far as Tyler Gibson. Gibson trying to just keep possession. Maris pokes it out to the far side. Good effort from him to keep possession for Louisville City. Manny Perez trying to carry down the touchline. He's staved off Jope for a long time now as he gets it all the way to the corner flag, and he's having to stave off two guys. Bryant wins it momentarily but now Musha Galusa gets involved and they did enough to delay another 10 or 15 seconds off the clock. Good work there from those two. Throw coming for Bryant. Throws it long, header one nicely in the air by Perez. Maris tries to scoop it forward. Bryant has done whatever he can to just hoof it forward. It's going to be out for a throw and Sean Tosh is not going to take the ball tossed to him by uh, the ball kid. Instead he's going to he was going to chase after the loose ball there with the referee now yelling at him that they've got to take the ball that is closest to them and use it. 
Perez will have the throw. Should be about another 75 seconds or so of added time in this one as the clock ticks towards the final whistle. That's when you tell the ball boy to relax a little bit. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta get the the, <laughs> the ball kids on the same uh, on the same uh, page as the team. There, as the offside flag goes up on Mushigalusi, he's got a grin on his face. Louisville City, much needed chance at three points here at Lynn Family Stadium. They've got a big one next week against San Antonio, a rematch of the USL Championship final. As Louisville City, hoping to be. On the right side of the win column heading into that one. Should be the final 30 seconds or so of this game as Carroll is trying to size this thing up to play it long. He does. He boots it all the way to the edge of the area. Header one by Winder. Knocked down for Fisher. Fisher's about 35 yards from goal. He's trying to get away from Tellefson. Plays it in to, to Rutz. Rutz tries to lay it off for Rodriguez. It's knocked down to Tommy McCabe on the edge of the area. Momentarily knocked down and a foul is called on McCabe as they were battling for for the loose ball, and I think that might just be the moment Louisville City needed to finish this game off. A fifth, third free kick coming, and it's going to be Zemla who will take it. And as you uh, have mentioned, George, he's not going to be in any rush whatsoever to take this free kick. No, not at all. And I love it from the veterans there and Del Piccolo and Gibson getting Josh up, get out of the me- the mess and the nonsense. Let's get this ball back in play and get the game over with. It'll be Oliver Zemla who is hoping to collect his second clean sheet and two starts this season, and he's going to have it. That is the final whistle. Louisville City has held on with a late goal. They beat Detroit City 1-0. They have never lost to Detroit City now in five meetings. The final score, 1-0, brought to you by Gorski Law Office. A big win for Louisville City against a playoff team last year in Detroit City. We've got plenty to talk about on the postgame show coming up next as Louisville City gets a big win at Lynn Family Stadium right here on ESPN Louisville. I'm an emergency medical technician. Today I arrived at the scene of a crash. I've seen enough of these to know it's a bad one. Young female driver, unconscious. I see her phone on the floor. The screen says OMW, on my way. She never hit send. Be safe, Kentucky. Buckle up and put the phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. When it's time to upgrade your home entertainment system, call who I called. RGB Home Theaters. That's for any job, big or small, from hanging a TV to building out an entire room. And one of the best things RGB does is give you a clean look. They'll hide the wires in the wall, make the speakers match the color of your furniture. Little things so you can have a great look and a clean look. They'll always price match your equipment as well, and they can work with any budget. Look them up online today, rgbhometheaters.com. That's rgbhometheaters.com. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. 
At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's Noel McCabe, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app. It's time for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety Post-Match Show. Now, back to Lynn Family Stadium. Here's Jeff Greer and George Davis IV. Back here at Lynn Family Stadium where the final score today, one nothing Louisville City over Detroit City. A big three points for the home standing boys in purple. This postgame is presented to you by the Kentucky Office of highway safety and George this is exciting a one nothing win for Louisville City means that you can head to any participating Louisville area Wendy's location tomorrow so that's on Easter Sunday to redeem your free small frosty be sure to show the club's social media post for redemption George it was a hard-fought game Louisville City very much on the attacking foot for the first half, a little bit more even in the second half, but Louisville City still the lion's share of the chances, four total big chances, and they did take the one through Wilson Harris in the 80th minute to get a one nothing win. These are the types of games that you look back on at the end of the year and you say, look, maybe it wasn't perfect, but you found a way to get three points and have a chance to keep moving up the pole, or the table, excuse me, in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, you know, looking at the opponent and, and how good out. Um, create a good defensive performance in terms of what we were up against and, and what we displayed uh, the last two league games. It's, it's going to be a positive thing for Coach Cruz and the, and the staff and the boys in the locker room. Three points uh, heading towards the top of the table again and still a lot more games to play to achieve the goals that they set out at the beginning of the season. Now, I know, Georgia, especially uh, really until maybe the final 20 minutes, Detroit City was not super threatening getting forward, but there's been so much talk defensively. You've talked about it. Danny Cruz has talked about it numerous times, tightening it up, uh, making sure the shape is good defensively, uh, that everybody's on the same wavelength. Back-to-back clean sheets. Again, never perfect. It's never perfect. You could win the championship, go undefeated, and I'm sure Danny Cruz will find things that he wants to tweak for the next season. But uh, he's got to be happy to have back-to-back clean sheets and with two different goalkeepers in there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure he's thrilled. Uh, but as you said, Right, we all looked at this game and, and and saw things that we could improve on. Saw things that Louisville City can improve on, both individually and as a collective. Um, you know, you talked about a team in Detroit that's not going to create a lot of chances um, and doesn't necessarily have that marquee player that is going to hit you for 20 or so goals a season. But they showed how dangerous they can be on set pieces. They showed how dangerous they can be in the counter attack, and it was good to see Louisville City to be able to to minimize the amount of chances that Detroit was able to create and ultimately deal with the pressure that they did withstand uh, from Detroit. So all in all, good defensive performance, and I'm sure that's going to be the point of emphasis going into the week in terms of how do we need to improve, where can we get better, and as long as we get shutouts every week, we have the players that are going to score goals. 21 shots on frame, 
or excuse me, 21 shots, seven on frame. And there were some really nice moments uh, with combination play. And then you talked about it, guys coming off the bench, Dylan Maris in particular, comes in, makes a difference. Were you impressed, I guess, or were you satisfied with the way the subs impacted the game today? Because they did end up at least having a hand in the goal. Yeah, impressive. Um, You know, that's the expectation, though, right? And and I'm sure when when the coaching staff of, of whichever side puts players into the game, they're looking for those players to have an impact. They're looking for those players to raise the level and, and give something to the game that, that wasn't already provided. So it's great to see Dylan. Uh, his service is, is ultimately uh, the, the ball that led to the game-winning goal, uh, and he put his mark on the game. Uh, Enoch um, Mushigalusa, who's a player who's typically in your first 11, but he came on and he was able to provide a little bit of a spark uh, and provide a little bit of a different look for the opponent, which ultimately led to three points. And the exciting part here uh, for those uh, of you counting at home, a clean sheet as well. Defensively, uh, great effort there for Louisville City. Tonight's game resulting in that Mortensen family dental clean sheet. A clean game calls for a healthy, clean smile. We'll take a break, and when we come back here on the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame show, we'll wrap things up. We'll get George's thought Uh, thoughts on uh, this upcoming match and maybe how this one impacts that one as we look ahead to San Antonio. Again, the final score, Louisville City 1, Detroit City nothing at Lynn Family Stadium. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back right here on ESPN Louisville. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and late-night happy hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1-50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville City fans, this is Paolo Del Piccolo. Tune in to Soccer City at 6 p.m. each Thursday on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app to hear exclusive conversations with players like me. (laughs) 
Back here on the post-game show presented to you by Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Jeff Greer here with George Davis the fourth. An exciting day. You get the uh, you get the clean sheet. You get the free frosty because there's a win today. Make sure to go uh, take advantage of that opportunity tomorrow. Reminder: you can redeem it by just showing off the social media posts telling you that they get uh, that you get the free frosty. But George, uh, while people are enjoying their frosties tomorrow, and we hope everyone who observes it has a happy Easter. Uh, Louisville City will get a chance to rest a little bit, and then a massive matchup is coming up against the team that they played in the USL Championship Final last year. San Antonio obviously didn't go the way uh, that Louisville City and its fan base had hoped, uh, but San Antonio off to a great start so far this year. Three wins and one draw in its first four matches. They have a big one tonight uh, against Sacramento Republic. These These two teams are level on 10 points so far in the Western Conference, so we'll We'll see how that game plays out before we get the full picture of what to expect coming up. But you just know there's going to be revenge on the mind for these guys for Louisville City. Uh, but also understanding this is a big, big game against a really, really good team. They've got to be thrilled that they're going to be coming off a pair of wins instead of coming in hoping to get right, uh, having not done that. How Louisville City lines up against an opponent that they're going to be itching to get a little bit of revenge for. It'll also be interesting to see how San Antonio comes out. They've had a few new players. Uh, a little bit of a change into their team and uh, what we saw from last year. So uh, I'm sure they'll be excited to come here uh, and kind of put their stamp on what they think uh, is the, the, the rivalry of San Antonio and Louisville City and, <laughs> and uh, be excited to, to be here for a good match. Yeah, we'll see if that, uh, if that rivalry keeps growing. Anytime you've got something at stake and your teams are good, it always seems to form into something, and that's why these Detroit City games have had a little bit of a, of a bite to them. Not only are both teams very fervently followed by great fan bases, but uh, Detroit City, as we mentioned earlier, a playoff team last year, feisty U.S. Open Cup match. They come here, you're expecting a dogfight, and that's exactly what it was, a tough game. Louisville City coming out on top one to nothing. Well, for George Davis the fourth, thank you so much for joining us on spot duty as the uh, color analyst doing a great job uh, providing your commentary as always. And uh, make sure, folks, if you're listening out there, uh, that you do your due diligence and follow the work that George Davis is doing with uh, the Louisville City and Racing Louisville Foundation. They do awesome, awesome work building toward, of course, the uh, the now annual soccer ball at the end of the year. Um, but folks, uh, make sure you go check out the foundation. You can find out more information by just going to lucity.com. So Louisville City uh, back in the winner's circle, uh, so to speak, with a one nothing win. Three more points. They move up the table in the Eastern Conference into second place ahead of FC Tulsa as they get ready for the big one next weekend against San Antonio. Thank you so much for listening. Safe travels home. And again, if you do observe Easter, I hope that you have a wonderful Easter holiday tomorrow with your friends and family. Thank you so much for joining us from Lynn Family Stadium. I'm Jeff Greer saying good evening to all of you out there and thanks for listening right here on ESPN Louisville. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way. 
With the Kroger app, shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, same personalized deals, same rewards on the same high-quality items like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce with no hidden fees or markups. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you ordered a new air filter for your car. You try to install it, but it doesn't fit. So you take a little bit off the sides. What still doesn't fit? Well, you could try to sit on it. Or get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit. Air filters, brakes, headlights, over 122 million parts. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. That boy of mine, he sure does take after me. I love football. He loves football. I put ketchup on my eggs, he puts ketchup on his. I didn't wear my seatbelt, neither did he. So nothing's going to be the same ever again. So please, show your kids what a good driver does. Buckle up and put your phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety.